Egg, 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 egg time topics. Yeah, you're just messing with me. <laughs> yeah. Are we doing the brothers thing after this sh- episode? Or are we just no, waiting? No, we don't have time. Ain't got no time for that. 16 to do that. No, we need a separate day to do that properly. Okay. We didn't Ooh. used to need a separate day to do those. Uh, I've been busy, man. I've got stuff to do. I'm a busy man. Uh, I'm saying, though. Why did I click on that? Why have you clicked on? Yo. I yeah. clicked on a link that says, WTF is wrong with this penis. Why did I click on why, that? Why would you what am that? I expecting? I, I'd expect, right, a penis that sort of got a right angle in it or something crazy. Am I close? Is it a right angle penis? No, it wasn't a right angle penis. Was I'm it a penis with a really... With a I'm not head. talking about it. Are we ready to start well, recording? Come on, you can't say this that and not tell us. being recorded. Look, you no, cannot I, say I, that I, and t- not tell us. Well, what was wrong with the penis? Somebody else. What was wrong with the penis? Just for God's sake, just tell us what was up with it. It, it was horrible. That's the end of it. That's that. You can't say there was. You clicked on a. Do not look at this penis, it, and then I'll tell us what the issue was. Are we ready to start? Did, it have did a you get my percent? email about um, booking some some? Hey, 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 hey! Wow, wow, wow! Did you get my email too? Did I get your email? Yeah. No, I haven't checked my email today. I didn't send well, it today. Was it important? It was about booking some yeah. summer time. Booking some summertime. You know, oh, dude, that's like yeah, summertime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How oh, did you respond back? Sorry, then. All right, right. I oh. sent him. I sent you an email today. You mean you haven't read your emails? No, I don't read my email. Read this. Try and read this before tonight's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I guess that's not. There's happened. nothing in it. There's a link, you daft sod. Oh, there's not a link. There's a link to our website, you daft sod. <laughs> is there? Is yeah, there trust me. Yeah, is... Not add the link. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I ain't reading shit. Mistakes. I'm sure I put the link in. I remember doing not it. Link in. No, that's just my signature, by the way. That's not the link that I put in. Well, that's what I figured, but I shit. I gotta. I'll, I'll give you a warning. Right, my niece and nephew are sleeping over here tonight, so I might get disturbed by kids. So we're gonna get uh, round. Make it more interesting. Just to let you know, Chini, there's no news tonight. Why? Because we're going to do all the questions we got, which is about 18. So we'll just do them instead. Be fine. All right. Fine. For a change. We'll just do a change. Right. Let's go. Just go. Are we ready? Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Everybody ready? Yeah. No. We're ready. Too bad we're starting anyway. Do it. Play vault. Time, bitches. You're listening to the Playboard Podcast, episode 66, the official podcast for theplayboard.com. What I'm is, is, what and, is and this? Is my co host, Mucker, and. How Jeff. do? <laughs> it, all right. Yeah, sound. Yeah. Playing some FIFA. FIFA. Yeah. Uh, got some cards on there. Rooney, oh. he's, a, he's a player, isn't he? He's probably a player. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what is this? Let's let's hijack everybody else's theme tune. Well, yeah, oh. I gotta be an equal opportunity. Sort of a, a they don't have like one theme song, so I don't know what the heck to use for them. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that'll have to do. Play vault. Choose a theme song. Yeah, choose a theme song for God's sake. Yeah, anyway, you, you want to listen to a shout? 
Anyway, hello and welcome to show 214 of the actual Veterans Gamers. <laughs> Did I just really say Veterans Gamers? Veterans Gamers. <laughs> You've completely thrown me now. Actually, who's first this week? Putting news first. Actually, there's no news. There is no news, but actually, I know why that may have happened. Uh, Because I've just eaten three like rum chocolates from Hotel Chocolat. We're very, very proud of you, Stuart. I know. Maybe I'm a bit pissed off the chocolates. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it really is the Veteran Gamers podcast episode two forty. Right, except no substitutes. Except, except no yeah. substitutes for us. Yeah, unless uh, Duke decides that he's going to play like I don't know someone else's theme tune at the beginning of the show. That would be ridiculous. It would be. Ri- I mean, who would do a thing like that? Really, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, how is everybody? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Except. The world Somebody asked me the other day, why do you do this podcast? And I, I couldn't give him an answer. <laughs> no, I can understand I why. For <laughs> so the camaraderie and the fun. I ask myself that question every bloody week. Anyway, oh, by the way, Chini, just to let you know, uh, from next week, we're going to start recording at quarter to nine. Just thought I'd let you know. Are we really? Yeah, yeah, aren't we, Duke? Yes. Yep. 8.45 next week. Oh, I know, I know what this is. I know what, what? This is. What? What? I know what? what this is. What? I know what this is. What is it, then? All right, because I'm always late. <laughs> All right? I'm always late, so let's tell the late guy that it starts uh, earlier. Elaborate ruse on Stu's part. It's working flawlessly. Yeah, flawlessly, like you'd never know. Hey, Duke, Duke, I know what do. Right, let's just agree that it starts in quarter two, and then he'll start coming in at nine. Fuck off. By the way, I've got have I got a story for you this week. Story, story, story time. This is yeah, a video I'll game podcast, paper. everyone. Just just if you if you're new to the show, these, we do primarily talk about video games. I've uploaded a, a YouTube video about video games this week um, of me playing a video game. We do talk about video games, but now and again, we don't. So. Stu thinks that it's the Stu oh, show. Oh, you did post the papers, please. No, he does, no, he does not. But look, right, now I'm talking... You talk to yourself in, in, third, in person. third person now. He does not. He does not think that. Stuart's show. Um, but, but, right, I've got to tell you about this. Cause Let's it's talk just, about Stu things. No, seriously, right, it's the craziest thing ever. Right. right and, then, hold on, you've just said this is going to be the craziest <laughs> thing. Well, uh. it's not really crazy, but, right, <laughs> but it's nothing to do with... Um, to do with video games, but it is to do with food. And we quite often talk about food. Right. Kay, Kay you know, my wife, my lovely wife. Yes. Right? It was her birthday last week. Happy birthday, Kay. I know, hey. I know. So I wanted That's to treat her. regret. I know, yeah. I wanted to treat her, you know, like take her out, have a nice meal. You it's know, go somewhere nice. Birthday. No, it was the 10th. It's the 10th. Okay. But... Valentine's Day has got something to do with this story. Right. Okay. That's a little preview of what's to come, yeah, people. It is. Right, because back on the 1st of January... <laughs> do we have to do a spoiler cast on this story? No. Okay. So back on the 1st of January, okay. right, I decided I was going to book and sort out what I was doing for Kay's birthday because I like to get organized. Planning ahead. That's Planning smart. ahead. Planning That's ahead. Like now, are. have you heard, Chini, of the F word? It is a, correct me if I'm wrong, a, a show on TV. Is it Gordon Ramsay or something it like is that? It yeah. okay. 
Okay, and there's a restaurant involved, probably. Potentially, right. About four years ago, it's probably about three or four years ago now, he did, like, a special F-word, best restaurants in Britain. Ooh. Okay. And and he he sort of did it in categories, so it was, like, best, like, bistro-style restaurant, best Chinese, best Indian, or whatever, right? Right. Now, in the Chinese category... There was yeah. a, a restaurant called Sweet Mandarin, okay. which is in Manchester. Manchester. Now, every year for about the last three years, we keep saying, oh, we'll have to go to Sweet Mandarin sometime. Because it came second. It was like classed as the second best Chinese in the country. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. You weren't going to the Chinese place. That's right. So we said, you know, every year we've said, it, we'll go I were telling the story, I, just, I know you didn't ask, but if I were telling the story, I'd start with, remember I said we were going to that Chinese place? And then yeah, but I don't, I don't think... Pick up. I don't think I did. That oh, don't worry. You know when you, you know, on a sat nav when you can choose alternate routes, a longer route. That's what Stu does with his <laughs> conversations. To story. No, to be fair, well, yeah, it's interesting details. That what he does. No, Duke, Duke, and I was talking off air, so that wasn't recorded. Oh, did I hear that part? Okay. No, no, but the listeners didn't hear it. No, I'm saying though, they got to get the relevant context. Exactly. They need to. Yeah. Anyway, okay. right. could have anyway. just said we've always wanted to go to this Chinese restaurant because it was on a show. Bam! Yeah. Like that yeah, was, that's right. what yeah. you needed to say. Second, that's didn't such have a quiz. way to tell the story though, Chinny. Why don't you, you shut didn't have up to quiz now. me though? You didn't have to go. Have you seen the F word? You know, you don't. You don't you know, I, was I was second to <laughs> Look, I didn't interrupt you this much when you were talking about your sausage. Yeah, but that was a funny. Well, this is funny if you let me get to it. Sausage was in his pants. Exactly. So, so anyway. So anyway, here was I, right, books this, like, special meal. Now, I had a look at the menu, right, and it is kind of expensive for a, a, a sort of Chinese restaurant. It's not old, then. It's not, it's not cheap. You know, it's not mega books, but it's not cheap. For, like, a main course with, like, rice or noodles, you're talking about, I don't know, 14 to 16 quid, which is quite a lot of money for a it's Chinese. Expensive, isn't it, for a... Yeah, it's expensive for a Chinese. So anyway, we get to Manchester, right? Now, unfortunately, we were busy last weekend. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I'll have to book it this weekend, right? Well, it was Valentine's night, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. So so I'd had a look on the website, though. There was no mention of any special night or anything. So I thought, well, there'll be couples in there, but it should be fine with Millie being there because Millie always comes with us, right? Because, like, you know, it's just the way it is, I guess. So anyway, so he sort of turns up at this place, right? Looks in the door, and there's all, this here, all the tables are set out for couples. So, uh, right, so there's just twos all the way through. So every table was a table of two. <laughs> so we, so I'd made reservations. Bearing in mind, I had reservations. Right, walks in the restaurant, and there's obviously this Chinese lady stood next to it. And I, I'm, I'm struggling here because I don't want it to sound racist. Right. <laughs> That's always such a great way to start. I know, I know. I'm not I'm being racist, but I don't want this to sound racist, but I'm, I'm gonna try not to. Right. Oh so, man, you so just so there's this Chinese lady obviously stood there, and I said, hi you there, hi you there, I've got a table of three booked, right? And she just went, huh? And I went, I've got a table of three booked. Didn't ask my name, so I didn't ask anything, right? And she just pointed to a table, and she went, the, like this, right? <laughs> this is true, this is God on his well, truth. Get your right? table, what's the problem? Right, the, right? The table only she had... She said, no, fuck off, that would be much worse. The table only had two seats, and there were clearly three of us, right? Right. Right. So so I said, but there's only two seats there. And she went, oh, no worry, no worry. And she just sort of went up, got a chair off another table and stuck it on the side of this table of two. Oh, my God. This place is like a 
crap hole. Right. right. So I was like, right. Bearing in mind also, the table was right next to the entryway where everyone was opening and closing oh, the door, coming in and out. Right. Wait, 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 Stu, Stu, let me ask you a question. I have a very important question I got to ask you. Are you oh, ready? Oh. Okay. How many glazing was the window? Do you know what? I think it was single. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> For a single Bearing in mind, let's not walk out at this moment. And I'm going to keep reminding you of this as we go along. This was judged as the second best Chinese in the country. What was Ramsey thinking? Right. They so, like smack in the face while you're eating. How could you well, stay in this hellhole? So, so we sat down. We sat oh, down. On the waitress in disgust. <laughs> we sat, just so we spit on the floor and leave. <laughs> so we sat down, and at this point, she still hasn't asked our names or anything. So, in all honesty, I, I, we, we sort of got there at about quarter past eight in the table. Sorry, sorry, Chitty. No, no, Chitty. Chitty, you know he's got a name tag that's like Stuart No, Ballard. no, but we uh, had reservations. Right, okay, let me ask you this, right? If you go to a restaurant, you've got reservations, and you say, I've got reservations, what yeah, would the waitress normally say? What's your name? What's your name? I did that once. I went to, there's an Italian restaurant we go to all the time. And I, I, we, we, were, they, we were seated before they even asked. And I was like, just so you know, we made a reservation. And I was like, my name is Eric. And it was just such a weird way of putting it. Ever since then, the Duchess is always saying, like, my name is Eric. Just out of nowhere. My name is Eric. So anyway, let me get to the point. So just put it weird that you went, I'm not being racist, but and you haven't edit, mentioned anything that's slightly racist. <laughs> no, no, but I didn't. I'm not being I, racist, but she moved a chair from no, another. I've got to kind of. What's with these Chinese people always get, move chairs? To get to the funniest bit, I've got to do sort of how she spoke to us. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry, but I've got to do it. I'm gonna do it. Well, we do. We do take the piss out of every other accent on the planet. Well, I guess we do. I guess we're we do. only so anyway. Special. So anyway, we sit down, right? We sit down. Then she comes up, completely does not acknowledge us in any way, shape, or form, and just puts a menu in front of myself and a menu in front of Kay. Right? <laughs> Maybe she has some disease where she can't see people under the age of eighteen. Well, I was like, oh special. yeah, we have another member in your party. Sure. Special set menu for two for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, she wasn't expecting people to bring no, their kids on Valentine's. Was she? But she did. It's like. It's a menu for two people, right? Plus, plus special gift, right? Fifty pounds, fifty pounds for per couple, so it was twenty five quid a head. Right? Twenty five quid a head. on this menu, right? And this is this is so true, right? On this menu, right? It had it had about six starters, six main courses, and then it was chocolate cake or ice cream, right? Which you'd think, well, you know, it's all right. We looked on the next table to us, and someone had got as far as the sweets. Do you know what the chocolate cake was, Chinny? Right? It was like a big mean, pile of shit, no, probably. This will mean nothing to you, but to Chinny, this will. It was, and, I, and I'll be absolutely amazed if it wasn't, it was either Iceland chocolate gatto oh. right, or Sir Lee. You know, like Sir Lee chocolate gatto. That's Sarah Lee for anybody that doesn't yeah, understand. Sir, that's, that's like Sir Lee. Not Sir Lee, Sarah. Lee. It was Sir Lee bloody gatto, right? And I'm just like, oh my! Straight out the box, out the freezer, done. So anyway, this this funny looking lad comes to the table. Right, he wasn't Chinese, by the way. Funny looking lad comes to the table and he's like, "Hi, can I get you some drinks?" So hi, did he say that? Hi, he was. He was a Mancunian. So I was like, "Was I? Hey, get you some drinks. Get you some drinks." Right. So I said to the lad, "I'm not being I'm not being funny or anything, but I booked this table like six weeks ago." I've had nothing like any mention of a special Valentine's menu. I've looked on the website before we came and there's no mention of a special Valentine's menu. 
I was expecting we could eat off the normal menu. Right, and he went, oh. And I said, and what about my daughter? And he went, oh. So he disappeared off, and he came back with just one other menu, like a normal menu, and gave it to my daughter, right? So I'm like, well, can we order off that as well? Right, and he went, oh, I'll have to check with the manager. So off he goes, comes back, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 you can order it. So he brings us another two menus. So that was all right. You know, at least he sorted out the menu part of it. You know? Oh, God, thank God, man. I was worried. I, know. I was worried a bit. Uh, I, know. Well, I was a bit worried myself. I was worried that you had to eat other food. I know. I know. Well, I was. Special Valentine's Day meals. I, I usually do. I want that on Valentine's Day. Now, the other thing I need to mention here, right, is this restaurant was that busy, right, and there were that many, they'd cram that many tables, right? Literally, my wife's chair was about an inch from the table next to us. Oh, I had that. Now, it was, was busy, or they just have all the tables pushed together in no, anticipation of being busy? No, I think it was a bit of both, really. But also, I've not come to the best bit, right? Oh, um, man. Oh, Hang on. Across, 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 I, my, across, you know what? I was going to watch The Wolf of Wall Street, but I, you know what? I've got as much exactly. entertainment as this. There was a and, table. Uh, right? Wall Street doesn't have special menus, does it? Across from us. Well, racist right? Chinese people. I bet it was as soon as the Wolf of Wall Street walks into a restaurant, the seats are already there. Scorsese is listening to this guy, and this is fucking brilliant. I'm making my next movie. I'm this guy. Across from us. Why are you right? talking like that, Scorsese? On the opposite, right? They built like some sort of weird wooden alleyway to the door, right? So it was <laughs> like, it was like de- you know, like if you got decking and put it on its side. That's what it was, right? So it was like they'd built an alleyway out of decking to the door. Lover's tunnel? To try, well, I think it was to kind of try and shield the door from if you were sat where we were, literally right next to the door. So oh, you can get a, They like made a little barrier in the restaurant. Like a little barrier in the restaurant. Gotcha. Well, you got some privacy then. Yeah, a tiny bit. But on the opposite side of it, there was a table with leaflets and menus on to take like takeaway menus. Mm-hmm. Right? And like, you know, obviously not a table to eat at. It was just like a round table. Couple came in. There was obviously no more tables available. So guess what they did? <laughs> Can you guess what they did? They, they put them the at deck. your table. They, they got took, the deck in and used that as a table. They literally took the leaflets and everything off this little round table. And then God knows where. They like found some emergency chairs. <laughs> and they sat yeah, like... Rotating red lights on top of them, like emergency <laughs> chairs, <laughs> emergency chairs, and they sat this couple it's down. An emergency morning, chair. Morning, oh, morning. It was clearly not a table that you'd normally eat at. It was just amazing. I was just sat there like. Yeah, you got think about it. Each table was like sixty, seventy quid to them. So. Yeah, fifty quid. No, it's fifty quid. Oh, this restaurant's like, with drinks, with drinks. Of it's plus making drinks. on Valentine's Day. Plus drinks. Fifty quid plus drinks. Yeah, yeah 50 50 quid plus. Quid. Well, you could see, but it was like meant to. It was Valentine's, right? This couple were meant to be going out for a romantic meal for Valentine's night. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see where I'm going with? It? So he was out there like, oh my god, I can't believe they just did that, right? So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, we ordered it would our. Help food. If you could tell this story without bursting <laughs> out <laughs> Oh, that makes it more entertaining. <laughs> so anyway, we ordered our food, right? Well, to be honest with you, the starters were kind of all right. They were all right, but they weren't, like, amazing. You know, I wasn't like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever tasted. But they were all right. Usually, it's like it's too. I wonder if you had never heard of this place before, if you'd really like the food a lot more. Because I'll bet you came in with that, like, ah, this probably isn't as good as everyone says. No, no, no. My expect- expectations were quite high, actually. I was expecting it to be pretty bloody good. Yeah, that's I mean, what he means. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, Duke's saying that I thought it was going to be bad or not as good as everybody said. But to be honest with you, I was a bit disappointed. But anyway, the, the starters yeah. came. They, they were all right. You know, there was nothing wrong with the starters. 
And then the ma- are you going to take us all the whole fucking course? Yeah, least? kind of, kind of. But listen, right, I'm going to do the best <laughs> bit, right? What did you no. want to talk about, Chinny? So listen, I don't right? know, some video games, man. Well, if you let me get the end of it, we'll be done that. with this story. If you it's let me get funnier if we disturb you, Stu. <laughs> I know. But listen, so anyway, the Chinese woman who didn't speak any English whatsoever, which apparently none of them spoke any English, right? They barely acknowledged you. You know, they really didn't acknowledge you. They just pointed at stuff. But like in that story I wrote. So, but every time she walked past our table, because obviously it was so close to everything and everyone was so close together she was worried that my wife was going to like back out to go to the loo or something and knock her over right because every time she walked past she went be careful be careful be careful be careful every time she walked past the table that's all we heard was this woman going be careful be careful be careful you're sure she was talking to your wife and not the other yeah well at first we were like Who's she, t- who's she saying that to? But, I, you know, in the end, we sort of realised that it was because every time she walked past Gay, she didn't want her or anyone else, for that matter, to back into her, you know, and knock her flying with her stuff. But, right. but then, so how's the food on a scale of 1 to 10? How's the food? I would have said the food was about S7. It was all right. The food was actually okay. Was it as nice as that restaurant that we ate? No, God, no. No, because that was Not really nice. Not a pa- I mean, any of it. The service is probably the most horrendous service I've ever had. Remember, it like went. when we went to that restaurant in uh, Chester, yeah, like we we was they was really late, but they got, they got us free drinks and everything. So yeah, put us in a booth and all. I mean, they looked after us, and we, I went yeah. away from there happily recommend that to anybody. Yeah, it was good. But right, honestly, the service is the worst I've ever had. Never came to ask if did you want any other drinks. But I'm not getting to the best bit, right? We gets the bill, automatic ten percent service charge on the bill. <laughs> I don't want cheapskate skipping out on a Valentine's Day tip. You're oh, having man. a laugh. I was just like, 10%, like £6.90. Well, at least percent so screw you and your service. Well, do you know, I didn't, because it was obviously Kay's birthday and there were loads of other, like, valid, you didn't feel, you felt a bit uncomfortable going, actually, I don't want to pay you a tip. And, if, and frankly, I wouldn't pay you anything for the service. Well, would you say that to them or would you just leave without paying a tip? Well, you can't not because it, it comes on the bill. It's so automatic the tip is on, tip. it's an automatic tip on oh, I, know, I understand that, but... Like if, you do in America, man. It's I mean, like it was in bloody America. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? What? They don't automatically put tips on in America? Because they do. Everybody, no, they don't. You don't put an Some places they do, but whatever. Anyway, um, what, would you, what would you normally tip for, like, good service? Uh, if I was tipping for really good service, I'd probably give them a fiver. No, no, no. What percent? Oh, I don't have to work it out in percent. Really? So if you got $80 worth of food, you'd tip $5? Yeah, what difference does it make? What difference does it make? Yeah, what difference does it make how much you pay for your food? Because the service is the same, whether you're paying, whether you order the lobster. I've always heard that tipping is supposed to be a percentage of your bill. Let me put it this way, right? If you went in a restaurant and ordered a fillet steak, which would cost you about 25 quid, or you ordered, I don't know, a burger that cost you a tenner, how is the service any different? Because presumably they're doing more to bring me fancy. They don't f- do more though, do they? They don't do any more. Or I'm expecting to pay more at that restaurant. Yeah. Chinny, do you only do you not? Maybe this is an American thing. Maybe people. I the thing is, British people are tipping. There's no. It's, it's a bit of a weird thing. Like I do That's tip. The, question the Duchess just asked: Is there a minimum wage for servers there? Eh, there's a minimum wage in the country in general. There's a, min- there's a minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. See, in the U.S., a lot of times people make minimum wage, but in the U.S., it's like less if you depend on tips. So you have to pay more 
No, no, like, no there's the, the minimum wage minimum in, wage. in, in Britain is just like the minimum wage. There's no yeah. like minimum wage so for that, servers. So reason why you tip percentage. Yeah, I think that's why it's not as like yeah. sort of six six thirty one an hour it is oh, minimum wage. Yeah, if you if you eighteen to twenty though it's five pounds something. Yeah, it's okay. less than that, yeah. Okay. Well anyway that sounds like quite a meal, Stu. Thank you for the story. Yeah. So I'm, but I'll not be recommending that to anyone anyway. And I won't be going not. again. Like right. Don't go to that restaurant people. Yeah. Yeah it's kinda yeah. sad really. Kinda sad. Yes. But anyway, video games, yay. Yeah, right, that's, that's the show, everyone. Good that's night. the show. Thank you very Thanks much for listening. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, Lol. Yeah. Did you play the game I sent you, by the way? I know you didn't get the email link. Did what you play? The, what is this? <laughs> I would use. I mean, look, it was okay. It was kind of cute. It made me smile at the end, but. Uh, I, I thought what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, there's this game called The Plan, and Stu's like, play this before the show. It takes five minutes. And it, it did. Five minutes. Yes, it did take five minutes. The whole thing is just a joke. Right. It's not a joke. I think it's Explain it. it. Expl- I don't know what you're talking deep, about. Explain it. Basic graphics. It's deep. It's a deep it's game. Deep. Don't it is keep, deep. Man. You know, you know where this conversation goes, dude. No, no. I'm happy to um, to laugh at it as a little joke. I don't think it is a joke, though. Oh, Can you explain God. the fucking game, please? <laughs> not, not giving it away. Here, I'll put the actual joke in the chat with you, Chinny. Stuart, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think we need to worry about spoilers for this game. Can I? Can I play this game now? Would it tell me? Yes. Yo, yeah, you can definitely play it now. Is it Steam Play, Stu? Yeah, it's free. It's free to play as well. I don't know whether it's Steam Play, but it's definitely free. Yeah, yeah, it's on Steam. Free. F R E E. Free. No charge. There you go. It's free. How do I get it on Steam then? How do I? Well, find shall it? I talk about a different game plan. until you've played it? Hang on, well launching Steam. Yeah, yeah. I got a message for some reason. Plan. It's called the plan. Black Eyed Boy. Yeah. I've got a message from uh, Black Eyed Boy on Steam, and I was just reading it, and I, 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 I don't remember saying what I said, but I must have said it because it sounds like <laughs> something I say. <laughs> No, that's true. It could be true. Um, okay, now, shall I read out what it says? Yeah, go on, read out what it right. says. It's from Black Eyed Boy. Yeah. Hi, Ginny. I just wanted to say thank you for the hilarious words about my newborn son. What? All right. <laughs> <What's it? laughs> yeah, you don't remember when you said you hate babies? Especially <laughs> Black Eyed Boys. The one with those black eyes. The black no, eye. you see, the problem is, right, people have different names on different stuff, so it's probably someone yeah. under a completely but different you name. Do you remember anything about a black I think we did talk about someone having a baby or a baby being ugly or something, or people oh, have ugly babies or something. I really didn't expect ugly. you guys to say something on the podcast, but I was walking to work and I heard Stu and then yourself yeah. say something. I, I vaguely was... remember it, right, because we said his baby was quite cute when the most of them looked like a shrimp. Yes, I remember that, yeah. I, I kept uh, the excerpt. Uh, for when he's old enough to appreciate that it. That will be funny. God, can you uh, imagine that? That is funny. But thanks for making my, myself and my wife smile, seriously. Oh, that's very oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. I'll send him a message. Uh, hey, Black. Don't know who you are. Boy. <laughs> who uh, is it? I just read this out <laughs> on the show. So I'll have to save this I'm as well now. Now reading what... I type on the show. <laughs> well. Boobs. Boobs. Duke. <laughs> you just <laughs> said boobs. I'm funny. Funny. Thanks so much <laughs> for listening. Chinny. Chinny. Yeah, by the way, I've got I've got a major problem. I need to speak to someone professional. 
it doesn't matter that it's small. It doesn't make you less of a man. No, no, no. Duke, can you can you be my psychiatrist while I get this off my chest? I guess. Are you ready? Yes. I'm addicted to Flappy Bird. <laughs> yeah, that's what, what I hear. Flappy. That's why he no. took it down because he's worried that people were becoming addicted to it. Yeah, what do I do? What do I do? Stop playing it. Delete it from your phone right now. I, no, I can't delete it because it's worth. Well, then you're not it. really serious about trying to break your addiction, are you? I know. What's your high score now, Flappy Bird? Uh, sixty-five. Mine's 103. I know, I've seen. that While I was aiming for that tonight. You know, you know last week when I said I'll beat your score? I know. I already so. bet it when I said that. So <laughs> that's what I guarantee such thing. I'm in the midst of a, of a huge battle with Hold Millie on. now. Let me, just, let me just ask you something. You know the plan? Yeah. Is, is it a, have I got the right game? Is it like a fly involved or some shit? Yes, there is a fly. Okay, I haven't played it yet. Okay, fine. All right, right. okay. Um, yeah. Flappy Bird, there's been some major to and fro in between Millie and myself this week. Yeah, huh? You know, you know what? I've got 103, right? And I found out today, Jimmy has got 113. <laughs> I tell you. Because, you know, it's, and I played, I played Halo with him today, right? And I just thought, oh, I am shit at this game now. Because he just owns me now. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, Jimmy's got 113. He's a freak. Well, I'm, I'm going to read an excerpt from a article that I read today. Okay. Uh, and it's kind of interesting, right? Because he mm. says, be one with Flappy Bird, the science of flow in game design. A core reason why recent hits like Flappy Bird and 3's found success and are massively addictive lies in the way they put us in a unique zen-like state known as flow. Oh, stop it. It's a little game where you tap the thing and a dude flaps around. No, it's There's right. A philosophical concept here. It's right. Honestly, it's totally right. Jesus. One particular interesting boast uh, from a friend of mine was that he had hit a score of 100 long before anyone else. I knew he had even broken the 50-point mark. Included a clearly tongue-in-cheek observation. Towards the end, I felt like I was hovering above myself watching myself play. Despite it being purposefully self-depreciating Facebook status, a feeling of transcendence attached to, of all things, an unholy high score in a miserably difficult mobile game, it contains a remarkable truth. That feeling described is something everyone, one of us, has experienced at one point or another. To see through the act of performing a task, release yourself from self-conscious awareness of being in the zone or cruising on autopilot, so to speak. It is, in fact, one of the central undercurrents among many of the Flappy Bird saga that drove the mobile game to massive popularity. Uh, While it became well-known for its infuriating difficulty, equally important to its success was what it did to our brains as we found ourselves succeeding at it, a feeling of momentary elation that nestled deep inside our psyches and sent us back for more. Whatever your opinion of Flappy Bird, there is no denying that creator Dong Nung Yen, or whatever his name is, had created something truly special, worthy even of being called a genius feat, be it one in the realm of manipulative mobile games or the beauty of mindless repetition. It's the kind of thing we get from drugs, from meditation, or from spiritual rituals. Do you know what? It's absolutely spot on, Mark. Well, I just haven't had anything anything like that, so I guess I mean, to each their own. It's it's true though. I mean, it's like it's like Super Hexagon. When you have a good run on Super Hexagon, you're almost doing it automatically without actually seeing what you're doing. In a way, your brain recognizes patterns, and it starts to you know act. You you act before you realize you're acting. Yes, that is a Zen-like kind of thing. But it's but it's different from. Look, here's the thing: as somebody who's practiced Zen Buddhism for many years, the thing about Zen is to be mindful of what you're doing and like do one thing. 
And so in a sense, yes, Flappy Bird is sort of like doing one thing, but there's no goal in Zen the way there is in Flappy Bird. No, I guess you're right in that respect. But I don't know. I just find sort of it's sort of true. And I I can actually compare it to real life, uh, to like a real life thing, because... As you know, I used to be a chef. I still am a chef, I guess, because I'm a qualified chef. But I used to work in, a, in an extremely busy restaurant where yes. on, a, on a Saturday night we could do as many as like 400 meals. Like 400 people would come in and out. A lot of meals. So it's a mega busy restaurant, right? And, and if you, you had a table where like three people wanted to sit down, there were only two chairs at that table, would you <laughs> from the other table? That definitely never That's happened. That's bullshit crap. I hope you never do that. That's that, bollocks. That is bollocks, but that never happened. But oh, the point God. I was going to make was that on the mega busy Saturday nights when it was like that, when yeah. you were working the grill, you would almost be working without really thinking about what you were doing. You were just doing it. You know, as a check. You're, you're used to certain things. You, get, you figure out how to do stuff. That's the thing. Like, I'd get in that way with grading papers. Like, I'll, I'll be reading a thing, and I'll start to write a comment, and I can go on to the next sentence while I'm writing the comment. That's yeah. when I'm in the zone. See? See? It's true. Yes. Uh, well, I I, can't yeah. Be, yeah. But I think the other thing that comes into this is adrenaline. Sure. And when, you, when you're playing Flappy Bird, right, and this is absolutely true, when you're playing Flappy Bird, when you're getting close to your highest score or the score of someone else you're trying to be, you can feel your heart rate going and increasing, and you can feel that adrenaline starting to go. It's absolutely true. I play true. Rust. <laughs> yes, I've not played it this week. I haven't had a chance we've been away and stuff. Sucker. I know. Yeah. Chomp. But no, I thought it was just – it's a really interesting article if you want to read it. It's on uh, CNET. But, I uh, like the article where they had the tweets from the dude and they had an interview with him in Fortune magazine. And he was like, you know what? Success isn't the only way to measure how happy your life is. And I was worried that people were taking the game too seriously and I don't want to contribute to that. I have a lot of respect for that guy. And people are. That is the God on his street. Exactly. So he turned his back on money because he wanted a simpler life for himself and he didn't want to put a game out there that was going to be hurting people psychologically. So good for him. I'm glad to see that. And, and it's true, right? I'll be honest with you, right? Tonight, obviously I was competing against Millie and she sort of got a higher score than mine. So I, I stabbed her. No, so I was sat there thinking, oh, I've got a half an hour before the show starts, so I'll try and beat her score again before we start yes. the show. So it, it is that you're almost like constantly sort of thinking about it whilst you're playing it to be that score. Let's just know that I've not gone anywhere near it. I played it once. I thought it was, I played it like three times. I thought it was boring and I quit. It is boring. But for whatever reason, because it's got a target for you and it's sort of a really simple concept and it's infuriatingly difficult, you just See, keep coming back for more. I played Techno Kitten Adventure for like three seconds and I was like, this is dumb. I'm done with this game. And it felt like the exact same thing. And it is. I mean, it is. I mean, tech, we were playing that again today as well. <laughs> it's like, let's play Techno Kitten again because the music's so cool. Jenny, are you done with that game yet? Yeah, you're done with that game I've yet. Ju- I've just finished it. <laughs> it's a cute little joke, isn't it? That's all it is. You know what? Like, I like the uh, the touch at the end. Yeah, it's cool. It is a cool. Yeah, like, you know, that's all there is, is the thing at the end. No, look, oh. the, the, the end end where you get like a little chance to say. Yeah, well, I'd, I wondered what happened to whatever you type because I was looking what does at the happen? I don't know what happens at the no, end. No, I don't know. I just, so, do you know what happens? You can type. You can type. So I type, type my initials, but what does no, that you mean? Type, you type, what you do, right, you, you, after that you go to a screen full of stars, and if you put your mouse over the stars, it tells you what other people have typed. Ah, oh, uh, I never saw that. So I've never got like question mark, question mark, question mark, was fun, uh, slack off, babby, cool. babby, question mark, thanks for this awesome game. 
uh, Tamer Gamer, What the Fuck, Crow, well, that's... Huach, that is cool. Uh, what? Yeah, that is Knife, cool. Champy. That's cooler than the game. The game was cute, but it's a fun little joke, and that's it. I don't think what, it is a joke. It is a, yeah, it's a bit of a joke, I think. I mean, it is a kind of, but it, it is a sort of life and death thing, isn't it? This is what happens. Well, no, what's the point? I sure, thought it came away thinking it was. It's a game where some dog walked down a sidewalk and then a piano fell on him. At the end. That would also be a life and death kind of you know thing. What, you, you know what, what I would have done? You know what I would have done? You know, the light that was coming up, I would have made it a car and killed him like that. Splat. But it did make me think, right, what is the point of a fly? Because but like, they don't show you. They don't show that fly propagating. They don't show that fly gathering food. They don't show that fly spreading disease. Yeah, but what? It, what is the point it's of a, a fly, joke. though? It's a joke. What's the point of a human? What's the point of a fly? Well, let's not get. No, I'm not going down this road. But look, <laughs> the game is obviously. Look, it's going to be this beautiful game, and it pulls the walls over wall over your eyes, and it's like, look, it's just a light bulb. It's a bit of a laugh. It's a bit oh, of a. Oh, thanks for spoiling the whole game. Oh, Whatever. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, the music was really good. The, the, yeah, the, the game in general was really good. Was good. The gameplay was fine. It's. Yeah. I'm glad it was free. Do you know? Yeah. Who, by the way, do you do you know who it's made by? I didn't even know this game had fucking existed uh, until two minutes it's, ago. It's it didn't exist until yesterday. Yeah, it's made by Kilbright Studios, who are making Among the Sleep. So it's the same developers who are making. Uh, what's that game? The Among the Sleep, the one where you're playing a kid in like a survival horror. Right. You know, where yeah. you're playing the kid in the house and you have to, there's some good like, good shadows and stuff. You know what? Right. You know, you know, you, you lot talk about like your Steam library and stuff. So I forgot, I had this game, I forgot, I had this game and all this stuff. Yeah. I, I don't have a massive Steam library. I have like 14 games in my library. And yet you already have a pile of shame. And I already go, fucking, you know what? I never knew I had that game. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's the magic of Steam. I don't know what they are. It's like, so what? What I think we should get on to next is, right, last week, uh, sort of just after the show, really, so we hadn't... Wait a minute, are we done with what we've no, been doing? let me finish. Let me finish. Christ. Are you trying to move on to some other I'm subject? I'm not trying to move on. Let me finish. During the show last week and just afterwards, somebody sent us some games on Steam. Oh, that's right. So I thought we'd talk about the games that we were given. Each of us could talk about the game we were given. What you've been given. What you been given. I'm going to add that in. Jeez. It's Stu's buttering remix. He gets angry, doesn't he? Jesus Christ. How do I install... So yes, first of all, we should say a huge... Can you hear me? Hello? How do you install what? How do I uninstall a game on Steam? Just right, click on the right game. Right, click on it, and then you choose delete the local content. content. Yeah, right, sweet. Um, yeah. So uh, during well, the show, just Steam after FAQ cast, we were we were each sent a game by Epic. <laughs> sure were. Epic. Yeah. So first of all, a huge free. F R E E free, no charge. They were free, and to be fair, as it turns out, he sent you two games. <laughs> well, yeah, I rejected one of them. <laughs> Take it he back. Yeah, he didn't reject one of them, but unfortunately, he'd already played one of them. Right. By the way, I put it. I told him to take it and shove it up his ass. No, you didn't. 
didn't tell no, him. No, I didn't. I said, thank you very much for the gift. It's very kind and generous of you. So we are shove it up your ass. So we are going to sort out a competition for the other game that wasn't used, which is that one Brothers. 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 Oh, spoilers. Yeah, so we're going to sort out that. Um, so let's go through you first, Duke. And, uh, and let's go through the Dukes. We'll do a spoiler cast about Brothers because we've Shut all up. played it and we're eager to talk about it. So, Duke, what game were you given first? Like, I was like, given the Cat Lady. Okay, which was on your wish list, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was. So was, when he got me brothers, I was like, uh, wh- "Why didn't he give me that thing with the the cat lady?" Because I, I, when he got me brothers, I was like, "Why didn't he look at my list and see like what else I had to offer?" But I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I don't think, I don't think you were on his friends list at that point, were you? Though, yeah, maybe. So uh, anyway, anyway, so, so quiet on this. Hang on a second. <laughs> I wanted the whole sound clip with they call her the cat lady, but can someone who loves because they, they, they say she's crazy because she has a few dozen cats, but can somebody who loves animals that much really be crazy? I mean, what what the hell? First of all, what is the cat? I'd never heard of this game. What is he? <laughs> it's the cat lady. Uh, hang on a second. Maybe I can find the sound clip for this cat lady sound. Um. Well, I don't know why people listen to this show. I really <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder myself. No, that's not one. Uh, <laughs> all right, so what kind of game is it? It's... Uh, it's a... I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's kind of like Decay in that... Okay, it's a two. It's a 2D game. You you kind of wander back and forth. You play this woman who starts the game by committing suicide, which is sort of like Decay, right? Because there's a dead body in the room and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you had to kind of figure out what's going on. It's sort of point-and-click-ish, except you don't have to point at anything. You just walk in front of a thing, and then sometimes you have a context menu. Open this thing, get the key, whatever. And you have to find your way to basically figure out what's going on. And you meet this woman, and she says, here's this challenge I have for you. And so I'm, I basically said, screw you. I'm going to find some other way to deal with this. And she's like, you don't know what you've done. You're going to regret this. Blah! And it's really weird and creepy, but it's good. It, it does a good job of setting that sort of atmospheric tone. So is it like a horror game then? It is sort of a horror game, but it's more creepy than horror. I mean, there's like, you know, pig heads on the gate and like you see a body hanging from a tree. So, but it's, but it, you know, is Limbo a horror game? Kind of not really, right? Yeah. yeah. It's about as much of a horror game as Limbo is. And in right. fact, you're in kind of like a Limbo situation in terms of like between Earth and Heaven or Hell. So, yeah. So uh, do you play as the cat lady then? Yes, you are the right. cat lady. Okay, so you're the person who's dead. Right. Ah, right, okay. And what's, what's the actual goal then of the game? Well, so far it's been to find this lady and then like navigate through some conversations with her and now like she has these five people that you're supposed to kill but since i told her to get bent i don't know exactly what i'll be doing when i meet up with these five people so it was that like a medium then if she can see and talk to you i guess like the whole thing is like you know one of the first things you ask her is like what is this place and she's like well it's a place that not many people get to see and you're like who are you she's like i i have many names and uh, like it's all very mysterious and in a way it feels kind of overwrought and it's like oh there's so many different ways to look at this thing just come on pick a name would you lady so is it good (laughs) yeah it's good i'm enjoying it (laughs) 
Because <laughs> you haven't really told us a lot about the game. <laughs> no, but like, here's the thing. When you try to shoot for creepy, it's hard to do it well. And Decay, of course, nails it. Fear 3 overdid it a little bit with the creepy, right? Yeah. Mm, I've never played there some games. There are some games that do it well. There are some games that do it horribly. You know, like, what, the Master of Lock Picking or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? I don't yeah, know. Resident Evil. Right. I never played that, so I don't know, but the sense I get is the voice acting would... At the time, though, that was really scary, but that was scary for the wrong reasons, because you didn't really have great controls then, there so it go. was very hard to run away, but that made it scary. Right. Yeah, and and I think as well, that was just a, a sign of the times, because voice acting, to be fair, was a bit crap, wasn't it? Well, that's just maybe, but... So anyway, this, this, so the voice acting... Is, lady, then. How, how does it play? Is it like a point-and-click thing? Is it? Well, sort of, except that it's a 2D kind of... You're not platforming, but you walk back and forth with the left and, you know, WASD. And then when you w- pass in front of something that you can open, like a door, it'll say, you know, push up to interact. Right. Sort of like um, uh, the Titanic game where you travel back in time. Or the Last Express. Uh, I never Yeah, or Lone Survivor, it sounds a I bit never like that. Like right. So is it is it on a flat plane, on a flat 2D yes. plane? Yeah, so yeah. it's a bit more like Lone Survivor, I guess. I never played that game. Yeah, that's like that. So List other games that Duke hasn't played. <laughs> I know. The Last of Us. Yeah. Is it like the, uh, last... Is it like the Last of Us, Duke? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I believe he hasn't played So it's good. Thank you very much for getting it for me, P- uh, Mysterious Gifter. And uh, yeah, I'll be Scotsman, playing more of it. Mysterious Gifter. <laughs> mysterious Gifter. Epic Scotsman. Right, him. Epic Scotsman. Or so, yeah, him, so, yeah. him since it's man. Yeah, again, thank you for that. If you keep thank you. Who it was. Um, well, I've I got the Broken Age. Oh yeah. yeah. Ooh, what is that? The Broken that's Age. The, the, that's the Kickstarter game from from Double Fine. Yeah, from Tim Schafer. So I mean, this is like this is great. I was like well impressed. I was like, wow, yeah. that's incredible. Oh, oh, I'm giving that a try myself. How much is it? Uh, Eighteen quid. Nineteen quid. Uh, everybody's banging on about it. I'll give it a go. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, graphically, it looks fantastic. I mean, this game looks lovely. Yeah. You know, the animation, sort of, it's weird. Like, you know, in, like normally when someone says dialogue in a game, you yeah. know, they're sort of on the same, it just sort of the mouth moves and they say it. With this, it goes to like a little cutscene every time someone speaks. Right. Yeah. So when you, when you have dialogue with them, it goes to like a little animated cutscene. Cool. And it looks so beautiful. It's like obviously all hand-drawn. It just looks glorious. Um, but fundamentally, it is still a pretty normal point-and-click adventure game. But a good one. But a good one, yeah. I mean, under, underneath that really cool art style, it is a, a point-and-clicker like most point-and-clickers. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of split into two stories. Now, I've only played one There's of a boy them. and a girl, isn't there? There There's is. There's a boy in a spaceship and a girl on um, some sort of land where they're trying, they've got to sacrifice someone, I think. That's what I've heard. Yeah, what's That's... kind of interesting is I'm, I'm playing Vela's story at the moment. and it seems a girl. People, yeah, Vela's a girl. And it seems people are sort of switching between the two, but I'm more so sort of... So you can of... pick whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, and at any time you ah. can switch between the two characters. I see. I didn't know that. I thought you had to play one and the other. No, no, no. And but I'm you only... can change whenever you want. Yeah, there's a there's a, just a little picture at the side. I'm assuming you can anyway. There's a little picture that you can click it's on. It's like GTA. Yeah, you can just change the... Now, I was going to say, GTA-ish. I don't know how sort of linked the stories are. Well, they've got to be, haven't they? Yeah, I'm guessing so. I'm guessing so. 
but it's it's cool and it is interesting and i've got to say it does explore a lot of interesting themes as in you know these girls as in vela's uh, story as are sacrificing themselves to this monster so that the village doesn't get destroyed okay but her granddad is like saying back in the day the warriors would fight the monster, but now they find it easier just, just to let... They just settle for like, ah, we'll just throw a couple of girls yeah. at them and then we don't have to fight. And obviously all the girls are brought up that, you know, it's an honour to sacrifice yourself for the, ste- you know, for the welfare of the well, village. That's interesting. That's quite a cool concept, isn't it? Yeah, but obviously Vela decides that maybe it isn't that cool after all, so you're playing her story as in she's sort of rebelling against tradition, if yeah. you will. She's like, hang on. And it's almost like everybody's brainwashed and sort of like, you know, if you if you sort of go against it, you, you're sort of crazy. You're that, the crazy yeah, one. That, that reminds me of, the, I don't know, there's a short story called The Lottery. Have you heard of that? Shirley Jackson, that story's awesome. Where, like, they, they do a lottery. Take a every, paper and the person with the dot. Yeah, they have to die. They, 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 right. they Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that reminds me of that. I think I think it's kind of what's interesting. It's very tongue in cheek, you know, as you'd expect a Tim Schafer game to be, and the dialogue's very funny, and it's brilliantly voice acted. And it's uh, I can't remember who, but there's there's loads of really famous people did the voice acting for this, didn't there? There is. Uh, it's the 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 thingy, the thing from Lord of the Rings, uh, Elijah Wood. The 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 thing. Oh, but I've not played Shay story. Yet. He He's... plays Shay, doesn't he? I think that's Elijah Wood. That Shay. yeah, yeah. So I don't know who plays Valor. But you can tell the voice actors are just uh, excellent. Well, we've got, okay, Elijah Wood, Jack Black, Jennifer Hale, Will Wheaton, and Pendleton Ward are the, are the cool. sort of voice Well, Jack Black's already been in the Team Schafer game, hasn't he? So. Yeah. I mean, I, I love one. That, if you look on the description on Steam, it says, key features, pointing, clicking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's true. It's true. Dialogue trees. A whole bunch of awesome puzzles. Are this these one... the tags that it's got on Steam? Uh, no, no, this is That's what... That's thing, tags! No, 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 this is... Dis- tags! No, this is the description of the developer. Oh, okay. Uh, this one really hard puzzle that you, won't, that you won't get, but you'll look up online and not tell anybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah, go on, sorry. So it's good, it is good, and, um, but some of, the, some of the puzzles have been fairly... All right, I mean, there's not been anything too taxing but some like for there was one obviously i'm not going to give any spoil, but there was one where i was like oh i wouldn't have actually thought it and i did have to go and look it up because i couldn't figure out how to get this final bit that i needed I've been and when there. i look and when i looked it up i was thinking actually i would have never have thought no i was actually going oh, right. never have thought to do that yeah. So I was like, if it had just not done it, See, I'd have still been wandering around looking for I it. I often wonder which irritates me more, when I look up the, the answer and it's totally obvious and I'm mad at myself for not completely getting it, or when I look up the answer and it's like, how the hell was I ever supposed to find that? I think I think um, yeah. the one that irritates me more is when I, I, I thought I would have got it eventually. Yeah. So I was like, you know what I mean? Because I was like, I would have done that. And the, the yeah. self You realized you were just jumping the gun. You were being yeah, patient. Yeah, you yeah. just like... If you just stuck it out a little bit, but longer, it's bad design when they you and you know you never would have. Yeah, got like it. the rubber the rubber chicken is the famous one in Monkey Island where like you yeah. have to use a rubber chicken for a zipline and everybody just went, "What the fuck is this shit?" Well, that, this this is kind said, of similar to that. It's kind of similar. I, I guess if I'd have thought about it long enough, I may have eventually got it. But 
Well, you don't know, do you? You don't know what yeah. you wouldn't, what you would have would have thought of. So, like, maybe but I've only had, that's the only one I've had to look up. I haven't. The rubber chicken one was so illogical. Or yeah, what like, you might have yeah, tried yeah. out of desperation, because there have been games where I was like, you know, I don't know what to do, and I just start pushing buttons, and like eventually, oh, that's the right one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was there's nothing like that. There's no real. It's, it's kind of interesting when you you see there's right at the beginning of the game. Yes. You you sort of go to your like maiden's feast, right? Which Ooh. is like a celebration before you sacrifice. Now let me ask you this: at this feast, if there are two people at a table and there's a third one that wants to, join them, <laughs> they move a chair over. They may well do that. It's called a callback, everyone. They may well do that. But what was interesting about this feast thing, right, is you're not allowed to touch the food because your mum's lost the ceremonial knife that she's meant to be using to cut up the food right nice. and that's like the first puzzle you've got to find the knife does octodad come along and cut the, no- cut the no, cake it no it doesn't but to get the knife you have to touch some of the food now if you touch any of the other food in the room your mum tells you off and says don't touch the food till i've got my knife apart from this one particular food which you're allowed to touch because it's part of the puzzle does that make you know when you're like well that's a bit weird because you get told yeah. off for touching all the other food in the room apart from the bit that's connected to the puzzle. Just a yeah. very obvious game mechanic. Sort yeah, of yeah, and I think that those those are some of the sort of minor issues I've got with You're it. You're the first so. person that's, that's, that's I've heard that said anything minutely negative about this game, though. Yeah, I mean that's it is a minor thing, but that happens kind of quite often during you, the game. You are a sort of itself. point and click connoisseur. I, I, I love point and click games. Yeah, you, just... you're sort of like brought up on them, you really love them. Yeah, I do, I do. And there's nothing wrong with this. I haven't, I mean, it's interesting. Some people have said that this is funnier than the cave, but I found the cave funnier than this. Wow. So I found... But, like, but like, do, do you think this is a better game than the cave? Like, not funnier, but just better? Yeah, I would have said it's probably a better game than the cave, yeah. but the cave is just funnier and more interesting the cave's more interesting because of the mechanics they had in the cave because that felt like a, a point and click adventure brought up to date yeah well doesn't this no this still feels like a really good looking point and click but the mechanics are the same as they were in monkey island back in the day yeah so this is more like a much more traditional point and click adventure game which is fine i've no issues with that yeah, but it, it but it's definitely a much more traditional point and click adventure game. But I am enjoying it, and the story's really well done and thought provoking, and the voice acting is excellent. So I've absolutely oh. no issues with it as far as that goes. Good stuff. And it is funny. Uh, you know, I have laughed a couple of times, right. but I haven't like laughed out. You know, I haven't really laughed. I've just sort of smiled a bit at some of the stuff that's gone on. Yeah, hmm. but it, it's quite good. It is good. Recommend it. Oh yeah, I definitely recommend it. Worth the price of nothing. Um, yeah, we're definitely worth the price of nothing. Would I, if I'd have paid eighteen ninety nine for it, but it, to, to remember, this is only part one. Oh this right, is there's another one. one. Yeah, oh yeah, this is only at one. And to be honest with you, I've played it just her part of the story, and I'm still not at the end of that. How long is that? Probably about two and a half hours this morning. That's all right. That's not bad. So I'm reckoning if his is similar, you're talking about five or six hours for part one. I would imagine that's fairly good value for money. Yeah, so you're talking about ten hours, mate. Is it yeah, just two parts so. or is there three? Or... I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. You have to sure. buy part two as well? Or you, have you no, 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 no. That's included in your price. Oh, okay. That's all right then. That's yeah, it good. is act two. There's two parts to it. So I'm guessing. That's okay. Be... Yeah. So it's, it's good. It is good. 
And it, it looks beautiful. It's one of the best looking point and clicks I've ever seen. I've saw like uh, some screenshots of it, and it is it is a beautiful looking game. It is. Like, the art style is fantastic. The art sounds fantastic, and it's it's just the the animation is just great. Yeah, I haven't seen the game move yet, so that'll, that'll probably impress me. Yeah, the way they, the way all the all the faces are animated and like reflections in eyeballs and all that kind of stuff is, and there is some funny stuff in it. You know, there is some funny stuff in it. You know, it, it is cool. It is cool, but it is very much at its heart a very traditional Tim Schafer point-and-click adventure game. Good stuff. Which that's, is fine because that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, that's what people kickstarted it for. Yeah, that's what you want. Wanted to point that's what and you click want. Click. What are you complaining about, people? So, Chinny, what was your Yo, game? My game was Papers, Please. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, dude, you should make like a video of you playing it. Hey, why don't I do a three-part series of me playing my first playthrough of this game? Three parts? Oh, my goodness. Wowzers. Yeah, that's right. Take that, Tim Schafer. Um, yes. Here. I have watched it, by the way. He's and playing it now. Been gifted papers, please. That's this is a little taste of what's to come it's on the website. Thing. You gotta check that's it out. A, that's on a website called YouTube at the moment. Um, oh, I heard about that. YouTube. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. YouTube. Um, yeah, so I uploaded the first part today, and and this is my first playthrough of Papers, Please. So I've uploaded that. Uh, part two and three will be coming soon. Um, yeah. So I I. I you can watch my whole thing there and how I got on with it. Because uh, I've recorded all three parts now. Um, I'm just staggered release, you know, just because who cares. Uh, and I, um, it's a hard game, especially when you're trying to talk at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to skip ahead in that video, Duke, but like, if you listen to me talk and play, there are moments where I sort of forget that I'm recording a video. No, I'm not skipping ahead. I haven't yeah, watched it I can, I can, not, like, you're kind of muttering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just at certain points I'm like, oh yeah, I've got to talk. Well, it's weird to be giving a performance while you play a game, which is what you're doing when you talk over a game. The yeah, trouble it's, is, the trouble weird. is with this game, you've got to really concentrate. Yeah, you do. Because I yeah, played this game, and it's you've got to concentrate on what you're doing. Like trying to grade papers during a podcast. It's like, like that. That's exactly what this game is the, like. The, 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 Duke, the heat. Duke, see if you can skip ahead and find a funny bit or something. But like the. I only got I only ever got as far as day two, and then no, the I got, I got to my first playthrough. I got to I think it was day, um, might have been like day ten or something, day eleven or something like that. Yeah, but, uh, I guess the, my problem was right. I was too busy like spending ages scrutinizing everybody's stuff to make sure they were okay or not, and not, then I just yeah. didn't process enough people. Yeah, that was the trouble. You gotta yeah. you gotta get through them. Yeah. Uh, I really, really like the game. I think it's good. Um, and there is a bit of a story going on in there as well, uh, which I didn't expect too much of. Uh, but it's funny, you know, it's it's good. And it's just, it's a bizarre game. And I don't know how long I'd play it for. I really want to play it again. My idea before beyond the videos is I'm going to play it my first playthrough. And I've called it, I suck at papers, please. And um, then I'm going to play it a bit more. And then I'm going to come back to it and record another video when I'm really good at it. Right, and uh, and just see how I get on, and see how I've learnt, and 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 you know, uh, see how well I can do. So yeah, it's it's good. I, I like it. It's it's a it's a cool art style. It's it's a funny game. It's very different, and I don't really know why it's so fun to to go through like that. But it it sort of really does put you in the position of someone that has to do that type of job, and it's it's a very depressing game. And it's and... it's kind of an interesting concept for a game because in reality you're just doing a job as yeah. a game. 
Yeah, you're just doing a job. And I, 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 it's weirdly addictive, you know. I, I sort of want to play it now, you know what I mean? I just want to keep going and, and give it another go. And I don't know, it's weird. But it, every new day, they add, like, another layer of complexity to it. So they're like, oh, you've got to have a permit now. And then, you know, if... if um, I don't know. There's other things that they do where they got to, if if they're here for work, they have to have a work permit as well as a normal permit as well, and the work permit has to be up to date. And if all they right, I think it, I found a funny bit. Oh, here we go. Papers, please. Is... <laughs> Come on, papers, please. Look at him. <laughs> Peter falling the mic. Uh, I have <laughs> in this damn line fire terrors. I hope it was worth it. No, it ain't because you ain't from this fucking country, you motherfucker. Yes, Zakasaka stands only. Go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, people. You can hear more of that on our website. Actually, I've got to say, you properly got into it. It was like you were a border guard. <laughs> yeah, no, I got into it. I kept on saying next and papers, next. please. Um, and yeah, you know, like that that day, the first day, you're not allowed anybody anybody from a different country apart from I can't say the name uh, of the country, so I had to sort of just make it up. So Zakastan, I called it, and. Um, uh, if you're not from a foreign country, you're not allowed in. So I was saying, well, look, foreigners, go, go away, you know, and all this stuff. And our yeah. Stutska. That's, yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know. Um, but there's this one moment in the in the game where they, well, this chap comes through and all these papers check in and and they're fine. And and this is what the game does to you, right? It'll it'll put you in these situations. So it'll just go, all right, okay. And then he says, uh, "My wife's next. Can you can you make sure she gets through? You know, we're we're, we're hoping to start a new life in Azakistan. I was like, okay. And then uh, she comes in. She doesn't have the right papers, and you just think, fuck. All right, and she's like, no, no, get out of here, lady. Yeah, and that's what I do. I just like, sorry. <laughs> and then you see, then you see like the, the, the like, like there's one bit where like, oh, if you if you if you let the person next, or there's a guy." coming in and if you let him in he's gonna kill me and and stuff like that. he's gonna make us into prostitutes and all this stuff and and then but he, all his papers like worked out so he was legal to go in and then you then you read they show you the paper the next day and you find out that those prostitutes got killed you know so they they do things like that to make you to it's see horrible isn't it see, see if you can disconnect your your morals to the job and you know what's more important to you and then you have to kind of make sure that you provide um for your family for your family and there's these funny things where like that somebody will just give you look i think about day eight i got a have mysterious... you been bribed yet then yeah i've been bribed but I, I also got um i was desperate for money and I, if i didn't have any more money i would have been out of the game and I, somebody randomly sign gave... up like cash bribes starting at fifty dollars only yeah I, I mean the guards try and bribe you and stuff but also the the if you um yeah i got i got a mysterious thousand dollars for no reason uh, and he says, like, do you want to accept this money or not? You know, or burn it. And if you, obviously, if you accept it, there's some sort of consequence. But I don't know what that is. So, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, it, it's was it in a Ugandan bank account? Something like that. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> so yeah, you can you can watch my first playthrough of Papers, please. And if if you if you played the game, just I don't know, give it a watch just to see what you think. And, I think mean, uh, it's a really interesting concept because, it, like you said, it, it makes you make all these really weird moral decisions. Yeah, yeah, and I'll definitely be playing more of it. I'm really, I'm really. I mean, did you feel? I mean, even though the representation is just like a little stick figure, isn't it? And then obviously you see yeah. the face when they come to the camp. Did you actually feel like you were messing with people's lives, or did you just see it as a video game still? Oh well, obviously I know it's a video game. Yeah, but uh, did it did it make you feel anything? Genuinely feel like, oh, this is a bit bad if I did that. 
Um, I, mean, I don't know. Not not really. Not really. I suppose. Uh, there was one bitch where I sort of trusted her, and she gave me all the papers. She was really nice. And there's, I think it's in part two or something where I go, "See, look, why can't everybody be this nice?" And then I let her through, and I, I fucked it up because she had an invalid date, and I was like, "You bitch, come back, you bitch." But I obviously play it up a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. So. I, I'll be um to stay tuned, so they should be going up every Sunday. Um me playing. Oh, yeah. so, I was gonna so. say I'm I'm looking forward to you know stage two, I guess, of your playthrough because the first yeah. one was very funny. There you go. They're the the they're a bit longer because and I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, what else have you been playing this week? Anything else? We'll go away. We don't it. worry. It's an epic Scotsman. Thank you for sending yeah. us yeah. Yeah. Epic Thank you. Thank you. Is that Ricky Gervais? Nope. It's Kids TV 123. It's a thank you song to say thank you to everyone who has watched our videos. Thank you so much. Someone was talking about um, uh, Super Brothers. You know Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery? Yeah. Yeah. A game I've never played. I didn't realize, and I mustn't have got this far, or maybe I didn't, just don't remember. But there's a part in the game where the character does the Ricky Gervais dance. Really? Uh, you know, the dance from the, from the yeah. office. There's a, there's a part of the game where the, where the main character does that dance, apparently. Oh, nice. I'm like, how funny is that? That game is so funny. It is a cool yeah. and funny game, though, to be fair. You should definitely play that, Duke, actually. I think you would really uh-huh. like it. Yeah. No, Duke, don't play that game. You'd hate it. You'd hate it. Well, uh-huh. okay, I'll ah, stay. Ah, you see what I did there. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Anything else for you, Genie? Anything else you've been playing? Yeah. It's it's a visual joke, I guess. I guess it is, and apparently it's yeah. very visual in in Super Brothers as well. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's a good song, but. Actually, see if you can find that. Surely that's on YouTube. See if it's Super Brothers Ricky Gervais dance. See if it's see if it actually makes the noise. I'm too busy watching him actually doing the dance. <laughs> the best is when they all stop and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he tries to get everyone back in again. <laughs> see, see if you can find the Super Brothers version. Anyway, Chinny. Yeah. You know. Um. <laughs> Yes, I've also been playing uh, Beat Blast. Beat Blast, Beat Blast. Oh, that's the Friends of You and Void Games game, is it? That's right. This is uh, uh-huh. Unorthodox Games. Yep. Uh, this is only available on Android uh, devices. And it is a, um, it's a beat blasting game. It's sort of like, um, like a, you know, what do you call those? Is it Arkanoid, is it, where you, you smash the... It's like Space Invaders a little bit and things like yeah. that. Uh, but the enemies so come it, in waves of music. Is it a bit like Beat Hazard then in that case? Probably, probably. I don't know what Beat Hazard is. But Beat it, Hazard, we reviewed it ages ago. It's a great game where it's. I, I think I was away that week. No, um, it were not. It's a twin stick shooter, but uses music no, it's, to it's not, produce it's not a twin stick shoot. It's not a twin stick shooter. It's, it's sort of like Space Invaders, but like the, the you can use any music yep. um, on on your phone yep. or whatever, and it will kind of use the music and. 
the enemy attacks you in waves to the rhythm of the music. Yeah, which is like Beat Hazard. That's what does, except that it's a twin-stick shooter, but it's exactly the same. So the enemies come in, in with the beat of the music and yeah. your weapon. But we're not talking about that fucking game now. Well, I'm just saying, though, that's, that's... I haven't played it, so fuck you. You right. have played Beat Hazard. I can't remember things, Jim. Well, you might not be able to remember, but you've played it. Right. It's nothing oh. like it in the, in the game. It's just this dude swinging his arms back and forth. If you hadn't told me, I never would have guessed that it's the same supposed to be the same dance. <laughs> so anyway, Beat Blast is uh, is a game. It's like Beat Hazard. It's yeah, good. It like no, it's, it's, it's 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 like Beat Hazard. <laughs> it's like Beat Hazard. And, uh, yes. but it's, it's, Thank you. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the graphics are cool. Uh, boy, stupid sound effects. You have you have bombs and shit. Um, you, you know, you is can... it is it like Beat Hazard in so much as like you don't actually control the shooting because in Beat Hazard it does the shooting for you, but you just move the ship. Correct. It oh, it is the same then. <laughs> it is the same. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is Space Invaders view. Yeah, no, I get you. It's it's a similar game, but it's from a different. It's more like Space Invaders than a twin stick shooter. It's a yeah. Space Invaders version of a twin stick shooter right. music game. That's right, and um. Yeah, it's, it's cool, and you can shoot bombs and stuff, and then do and... do your power ups change like the the volume of the music or anything like that? No, I don't think so. Don't ah. think so. When ah. you press the button, Chenny, does it make a spinning noise that goes like? Yeah, does it do that? No, no, no. There's like bonus rounds and stuff as does, well. Does the music go doom 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 doom? Is it like that? Or does the music go? <laughs> No. No. Um, Can you play to Justin Bieber? No. Yeah, I suppose you can. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? Anyway, you were saying, Shinny? (laughs) Yeah, what's the game like? Are you doing? Tell us what the game is like. Aren't you listening? Yeah, no, it's good. It's good, apparently. It's good, yeah. But so if you go on Android uh, phone, it's only 99p. Oh, that's all right. So we ain't going to bust the bank anytime soon. uh, No, we don't. I mean... Right. In more in more series, it sounds pretty good. I've got to say. It is good. No, it is good. They they turn it around very quickly as well. Um, so it, it it is really good. So uh, I was impressed of how quick they did it and and uh, how good it looks and sounds and everything. So very good. Um, so beat blast unorthodox games. I show them some love. Ninety nine p on the Android store. Play Google Play Store. Uh, also, uh, talking about friends that have released yeah. games, Void yeah. Games have released their Super Tap. I, I've, I've been, yeah, uh, Super Tap is available on the iOS store. Um, mainly, I think it's for the iPhone, but you can download it for the iPad as well. But it's an iPhone game predominantly, um, and I uh, really like it. I thought I think it looks good. It's had a bit of a visual upgrade since you guys last. Uh, well, actually, can I just say as well? I got you know they did the final update version on the you know for free to have a you know to test and make sure it yeah. was okay and everything. Uh-huh. And I deleted that and actually purchased the game. Yes. Yep. Yep. So I did. Uh, Even though I was... had it, I deleted no, it. No, but there, there were a few changes since that update though so not a lot though nothing i really no it's all in the back end like it really yeah, like, i was gonna say i haven't noticed anything significant there's like little things and even now i'm i'm bugging them about little things still the uh, only thing that still bugs me and it is it was one that i sent back to them as i a, think i know what it is is the fact that 
sometimes you're on a good roll with a multiplier and then the colour you need does not come up and it's like you lose the multiplier through no fault of your own and that's annoying. You, you know what though, you, you do lose it more if you shut us down and that is a fault of yours. No, 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 but th- but there's quite often you'll just not have the colour you need. Quite often, though, because I've had multipliers and they go into the hundreds and I'm okay. True, but then there's the other issue is if you do the snail slow pace, it's even more difficult to keep your yeah, multiplier, which is meant to be helping you, and it isn't helping yeah, you. On easy, it it's more, on easy, it's more of a problem because things are yeah, going slower. So you I don't... need to decide when to use that multiplier, don't you, Stu? Yeah. No, not the multiplier. When to use the, no, I mean when to use the snail's pace. Yeah, but sometimes they just come up on the screen. But don't hit it, then. Yeah, well, don't hit it. Right. I guess you that's, your fault. that's a fault of your no, own. I know, but it's meant to make it easier. I and hate it you. Does. It does make <laughs> it easier. I don't and hate the, you. Uh, the game's had a very uh, bit of a visual upgrade. Um, yeah, it does look good. It does it look looks, good. I haven't it seen it yet, but I will. It looks brilliant uh, at the moment. Very simple graphics. but Oh, uh, but your face doesn't come up anymore. My face doesn't come up anymore for one of the power-ups. It used to. Cause it, it they, used to come up on your first push-up. That's the first it. time you pushed yeah, it up, your, yeah, Ginny's face yeah. would come up. Oh, you needed, you needed, um, needed a placeholder image and he put my face in. It so. did, it did. It was kind of funny. It made me laugh the first time it happened. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but no, I, I think it's a really strong game. I, I really it like is? it. Um, I'm, uh, they, they very nicely put me in the credits of the game, which was nice uh, because I've hounded them and hounded them about I, I just basically hassle them about all the things that are wrong with the game. But to be honest, that list got shorter and shorter, and they, they did address most of them. So I still think there's a, there needs to be a little bleep for the for the countdown when the colour changes. So th- I should explain the concept of the game, really. The concept yeah, of explain the, game. the concept. Explain the concept. Uh, uh, there's blocks you're, of... You're, you're, you're an agent at a border, and you people are coming in. <laughs> oh, wait, I love the... Um, paper. Yeah, going, Next! Yeah. <laughs> I love the, uh, you know, the menu music. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'll, I'll play it a little bit here, but I love this music. Hold on, here we go. It's quite, it's quite weird. I like it. And then when we start it, here we go. And this is this music was done by a different guy. So I like this as well. So blocks go down the screen, and at the top it tells you what colour block you need to be pressing. So purple, for example... And then you press purple, uh, and then it counts down three to every ten seconds. It changes to a different color, or sometimes the same color. And you have to press that. And the more frequent you press them, the more it increases your multiplier. And then, then if you make a mistake, a shutter comes down, making the screen smaller. Uh, and there's some upgrades like immune and slow and push and stuff like that. So it's a pretty simple game. Can you uh, explain to me, right? Because I still haven't figured this out. What does the half and zero mean? What does it mean? Uh, if you let those go past, it halves your score or zeroes your score. Ah, see, because that's not very clear. What that it just says, make sure you hit them, but it doesn't really tell you what they mean. If you well, if you let them go past, you'll find out what they mean. But um, yeah, oh, that's annoying. They're very hot. They're very. It's a very harsh game, and it's very frustrating. But it's it, you know, it's it's one of those games where you just sort of stop and start again. One more go. One more go. One more go. Kind of thing. So. Oh yeah, it's definitely got a super hexagon, flappy bird vibe about it. I guess. It does, it does, and uh, I think... This I think is the new Flappy Bird, is what we're saying, people. Go get it. Yeah, go get it. Make think... make it the new Flappy Bird. That's and this guy, is. these people aren't going to take it down right when you start to love it. No, they're no, like Chris says... Like, Vietnamese idiot. They want your money. <laughs> Chris yeah. says, like, if my game was making 50 grand a year, I'd take the abuse. 50 and grand it, a day. He, he had, he, yeah. He, yeah, 50 grand a day. And he had, um, like, one one review that was, like, a slight... Not a bad review. It was just, like, three stars or something. He's like, what was he? It was three stars, like... 
you have got one review. That's three stars. Yeah, he'll take the abuse, but he starts crying because of one review. And he was like, "Yeah, to be fair, you're right." But I would for fifty <laughs> grand a day, I would, I would take it. Um, now, you know, the the, the both, both unorthodox games from B, who make Beat Blast and Void Games are, are super nice guys. So super tap if you've got an iPhone, Beat Blast if you've got an Android phone. They're both great. They're both fun. Um, and I'm 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 really proud of uh, of uh, Void for of what they've done with SuperTap. It's sort of how's, it, for... how's it actually selling though so far? Is it doing okay? Uh, I don't know to be honest because we've been out of the office uh, a lot last week. We had to film Capital Radio, um, which is a kind of a radio, a big radio station here um, last week. So we got busy with that. Um, yeah, so I, I really haven't seen them. Uh, to be honest, and next week this is quite exciting. Next week uh, we're filming Lego. Really? Right. Not we're wow. not just getting bricks out and filming them. We're like we're going to Lego, uh, and we're going to film. Like we're the gonna HQ. Do, yeah, we're going to. Well, one of the There's... HQs. Uh, well, the one that we're going to is in Chester. Funny enough, uh, where we, where me and Stu had that meal. But uh, they've got another one in Windsor and stuff. But they've got an HQ. It's Lego Education actually, where where we're going. Uh, but that should be pretty cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about that. So I haven't really seen them much. It's been a busy couple of weeks at work. So uh, it's I don't know. Uh, the first day was okay. Uh, I think you know it wasn't you know Flappy Bird or anything like that. Um, but as far as I know, it's okay. Yeah. But they need every download. Uh, same as Beat Blast as well. Every download counts for them. Like you know, they're only small. They don't have a massive PR company. They don't, they don't have a, even a medium sized PR. Yeah, but company. they have us. They have. If you they don't have, buy this right now, I'm going to kill a child. Oh, they, they literally just have the help of, of people like us I'm you just, know, just checking out their game. So, um, yeah, as Duke said, if you don't buy it, Duke will kill you. Yeah. I mean, I, I posted it on Facebook and 90 people have seen it. So, That's you great. Know, if those 90 people go and sort of they buy won't. it. They won't. No, I know they won't. But, you know, even if half of them, that's 50 people, that'd be good. I just, uh, you know, but both both games, you know, just download them and um, just shout them out and stuff because they're both brilliant, really good games. And yeah. uh, this is Void Games' sort of first game game. You know, they've done like logo quizzes just to test the store and stuff. Um, and it's now took it's a li- for real. This is a first. This is an actual game game, and it's it's a it's a perfect mobile game. Really, I really like it. So I think the boys should be proud of what they've done. Yeah, and I agree. I think they've, they have done a, a really cool job of the game. And it's like you say, it looks a lot slicker now. And it's it's smart. It's a smart little game. Yeah. It's really... it, it, again, it, it taps into that. Taps. It taps into that. Oh, easy, I see what you did there. Easy, <laughs> easy to understand, but difficult to master. Yeah. Exactly. Indeed you do. So it's a very like easy to, to pick up. for making this game. T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U. There you go. Uh, and is that it for you, Ginny? No, no, there's one oh, more God, game. There's more, there's more. Go. Uh, yeah, there's one more game. Oh, actually, veteran gamers are in the credits of Super Tap, by the way. Are they? Oh, that's Ooh. cool. Yeah. So we got to cut out the profits then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all, to be fair, we all helped, didn't we, in our little ways? Yeah, no, especially me. <laughs> uh, I think that's what Chris was getting at. We, we all played it, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also played God of War Ascension. Oh yeah, you still played nothing. Played quite a while. I only started it last week. In fact, you did talk about it last week no. a little bit. I, I, yeah, anyway, I, I'm near the end. I think I feel like I'm near the end. Um, I bet you're hoping you're near the end. It's you know what, like uh, I, I slated it a little bit last week. Um, I think it is a good game. It is a good game. 
uh, it isn't God of War 3. God of War 3 is by far the best game in the God of War series. I think 2 is a pretty good follow-up from 3 as well. Um, it's just a, it's, it's an average God of War game, but that means it's a very good game, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. God of War game standards... The worst God of War game is better than your average game. Yeah, you know, the, the, the standard for God of War is so high... Um, and and I, I sort of feel like this type of game doesn't exist very much anymore because the, I was doing puzzles in in a, a kind of beat 'em up game, and I was like, when do you do puzzles in beat 'em ups these days? You know, there's there's not many of them. Uh, and it's funny, you know, there's always were in God of War, to be fair. Yeah, there, there's always puzzles in God of War. There was always moments where you just like, I don't know what to do. Um, and that's funny because that kind of clashes with the you're being attacked by a horrible monster feeling you get for most of the yeah. game. So when you suddenly have a puzzle to solve, you're like, "I gotta do this fast," but you it's, really don't. It's weird. It's it, there's always there's always like some tropes in God of War games. There's, you've yeah. got to kill something that's huge. Um, yep. Got to sort of rip their head open. You have to have puzzles. And you got to have naked women. You've got to have sex as well yeah. in every in every God of War game. And, and there is a moment in this where I thought I was going to have sex, and then you don't. Um, but hey, there's still time. So no. There's some weird mechanics in this. Remember the game Singularity? I do, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good game. Was, yeah. it, was, it was a very good game. I love Singularity. And I, yeah, we a, lied. Oh, that's good. There was a, a, a mechanic in that game where you had some sort of kind of time device. Remember that? Yeah, oh, sure. You could, you could make things crumble and put it into the future or bring it yeah. back into the past and make that's it... That's right, so yeah. If you had like a bridge, you could crumble that bridge or bring it back to the past... God of War Ascension has the same mechanic, you know. If you see something, you can. If you see something that's absolutely rubble and fucked and stuff, you can bring it back to life, and also you can suspend it halfway, so you can use the halfway as a sort of kind of platforming thing to get somewhere else. So I thought that was opened up a lot of uh, cool things. There's also another mechanic where you can clone yourself. Yeah. Right. So you know, in Cloning Clyde and what's the pie, pie game where you have to do stuff. Um, you can, if you're holding a cog or something, you can clone that Kratos so he's still holding it, and you can do something else. There's a, there's a really cool puzzle that I just did that involves something like that, and I I was impressed by that sort of stuff. And I you don't really get I don't really get to do much of that puzzle. Like the solving. swapper, swapper. Um, so I like it, and there are some really good moments in it, but the, the, it just isn't as good. You know, it just isn't as good as God of War Three. I remember there's so many things I played God of War Three years and years ago now and i remember so much of it right whereas tara was watching me play this by the way she loves watching god of war games and she she said to me like it looks like you haven't moved you know what i mean she watched me at the start of the game and then she's watching me now and he says to be to be honest it looks like you're in exactly the same place and i think that nailed it to be honest all right because you go through this running game in a second running around in circles well, you do. You, you go. You backtrack a lot. You go to the same yeah. places again. And also, just the environments don't really differ that much. Now and again, you might be in a bit of snow here, but and you know maybe go. go but the, it all looks the same. You all look like you're in some sort of kind of, I don't know, a lot of ocean around with some maybe some kind of ruins and and buildings and stuff. And it all just looks exactly the same. And the timeline is weird as well because you start and you're captured in chains and stuff. And you kill that woman that kills that, that gets you, and then you go back three weeks, and then you go back to the present day, and then you go back two weeks, and then you go back to the present day. So it, it jumps around a lot because you're fighting enemies that you've already killed. So it's like, what's the point in this? You know, I know I'm going to kill her when I go back and stuff, and it's weird like that. I, I don't think it works out as, quite as well as I thought it did. 
Um, I don't know. I just, I just felt when I played it, it just felt a bit off. The, 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 the start is definitely off. The start doesn't feel... It's not a great introduction to the game. It does get better, I think. I think the puzzles get more interesting and smarter, and some of the set pieces get really good. And I, I like fighting. It, you know, it's still got a war. You know what I mean? It's still it's still fun, and I, I really like, like you know, taking down like the massive titans and stuff. I really enjoy that part of it. But, yeah, it's just not a, 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 the best God of War game. Um, it's, but it's a, it's a good game. Yeah, it's alright. So, Duke, anything else from you this week? Rust, rust, and more rust. Uh, yeah, I need to get, I need to get into that. Fifty hours. Of, what are you up to now? Last time I looked, you were on fifty hours. How long are you on now? Oh, I don't even know. This well, I mean, I'm going to tell you now. I'll tell you how. Tell long. me how many hours I'm, I'm playing. I'm going to tell you. You know what I've achieved in those fifty hours? Nothing. <laughs> Fuck all. That's what. No. Because. Uh, the, the one server that I really got established on is a PvP server. So I've been sneaking around and trying to watch my, you know, watch my back. And Fumu joined me on that server, and I had built a tower. So everyone was like running around killing each other. I'm just chilling in my tower. I'm like, hey, y'all can, you know, I got some extra stuff in these boxes at the bottom of my tower. Y'all can take what you want, but leave me alone. I'm just hanging out in my tower. And if somebody were to shoot me. It wouldn't help them because I'd just die in my tower and then respawn in my tower and I'd go get my stuff and it would be fine. So it was awesome. And then the server wiped. Oh, was, yeah, they've done uh, that. Yeah. Every time so they updated it, yeah, the it happened. Nothing. And of course, everybody else got C4 and M4s and shotguns. So I get out there and I'm like, oh, I got my rock. <laughs> Dead. God. So All right. how, well, let me ask you. So, there's a guy killing a bear. Hey, man, can you help me out with <laughs> dead? God. How can I ask you a question though? How did if everybody's stuff got wiped? How did they have cool stuff? Because they jumped back on three seconds later, and I had to go to work. So uh... by the time I got home, they were like, "I don't have a job or whatever." Or and here's the other thing that I'm starting to wonder about because I haven't really actually seen it in action, but I've heard okay. People on the like on our Rust or I guess our Play Rust or whatever, the forums, people discussing stuff. Everybody hacks. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the REM song. Everybody hacks. It's just so. I, again, I haven't seen evidence of this, but my guess is when somebody has everything you could possibly want two minutes later, you know, maybe there's some hacking going on there. And I don't know if that's the case or not. And to me, there's a pretty fine line between murdering everyone the minute you see them and hacking in order to mess with people because, I don't know, it's to me, they're both evidence of people being jackasses with no consideration for how their actions affect other people. It's just that one is allowed by the rules and one is not. But they actually this week put some anti-cheating measures in, didn't they? And they actually banned yeah, four, four thousand players. They banned in one. Of course, in one good. Suite. I'm glad to hear it. So they are. They are. They said it's not infallible. Of course um, not. But they but they are making ways to try and stop all that stuff going on. And, and what's kind of interesting in at the moment, the vetted everyone. They, people can appeal if they feel that they've been unjustly banned. Yeah. Um, but the review—they're they, actually reviewing game footage and sending them copies of what they've seen 
to them saying, well, this is what you did, so you're banned. <laughs> so, and like so, I said, yeah. I haven't seen it, and I don't know, the playing on a PvP server is obviously a very different experience from playing on one where there's not supposed to be PvP, or not random killing anyway, because, you know, at one point... Okay, so first of all, for those who've played, I always set up at the hangar. Like, as soon as I get into a new server... I'm like, okay, where am I and where's the hangar from here? Because the hangar is a location that's really good for new players because there are there's there's only a few locations in the map where you will find from time to time special objects spawning. Now, most of these are in heavily radiated zones. So, people, the especially bandits and people who have firearms tend to go to those heavily radiated zones because there's a lot of cool stuff in there. However, the hangar is also a location that has some things that spawn, and I would expect that, I don't know for sure, but my guess is that the things that spawn in the hangar and the buildings near it aren't quite as good as the things that spawn in the radiated zone. So, for instance, I've never gotten a bolt-action rifle, which is, I guess, like a sniper rifle, um, and it's maybe because I don't go to, like, the big rad town, as they call it, but... It's a really good place to set up because there are resources nearby. There's some places on the map where you'll never find, like, wood piles and stones. But in the hangar area, you'll find those things. You'll find some animals, and you'll find some drops of anti-radiation pills and special armor and stuff like that. So it's a really good place to sort of set yourself up until you can get a decent firearm. And then once you have a decent firearm, then you can go into other areas. But as I said, the PvP server dynamic is different because I was going to one of these radiated areas recently and I had a gun and I had some somewhat decent armor, not very good, but you know, I was like, okay, I'll be able to deal with, because there's these red bears and wolves in those areas as well. And they're the biggest threat. So, but then I heard a shot go off and I was like, okay, I'm not going to go that way because dude's probably over there killing the bears and wolves. And if he sees me, he's probably going to try to kill me too. So I was like, I'm not even going to deal with it. So it's just, it adds another dimension that I don't know, sort of puts me on edge. So is this is this the Skyrim replacement then? I don't think it is, and here's why. You're up to seventy hours, by the way. Yeah, I know, and it's like I'm I'm still addicted. Like I play it all the time, and and the Duchess was in here the other, you know just today, and and I was like, you know, at one point the server I was on lagged, and so when it does, the game continues to function, but you don't get to control anything. There was a bear attacking me, and I couldn't shoot it, so it killed me. Because I had a moment of lag. And that's all it takes is one moment. Which is a little frustrating, to be honest. So I had to start, you know, and I, my only sleeping bag was halfway across the map. So I had to go running back, take out the bear with a bow and arrow, and hope that nobody had taken my stuff, which they hadn't. But I was just so frustrated because I was like, damn it, bear killed me, now I have nothing. And the Duchess goes, yeah, all this work you're constantly putting in, for what? And I'm like, yeah, I know. But that's true about every video game, to be yeah, fair. that's all video games. Right. It is. It is true. So, in a way, like it's the experience of building, and uh, I don't know. I- I'm really loving it. I can't really explain why yet. But then again, I never wrote my thing about Skyrim and why I love that, which I will do one of these days. But I would say, when it comes to Rust, the thing is that I feel like it's such a victory to live another day, you know, and like to kill the bears and to to make, you know, I made for the first time, I made a firearm. I guess it wasn't the first time I'd made a firearm, but, you know, I made one of the firearms from the everyday materials. They're really crappy guns, but I still could use it to kill a bear. And that was a good feeling, you know, to have, like, put those things together by myself and, like, yeah. Yeah, so you so, felt like you'd achieved something. I did feel like I had achieved something. And it's it's that 
it's that kind of thing, you know, and like, like I'll donate stuff. Like there's boxes. I put boxes up and say, here, I put a box in the hangar. I put some stuff in it. Go get it. And, you know, people are like, hey, thanks, man. Like that's a good feeling, you know, to help people out. So do you, that's do you think I, they worry that it's a trap, though? Maybe, but, you know, come and get look, the candy you know, people. Can make sure there's no one around and then they can be like, all right, I'll go get the stuff. Come and get the stuff and then you're going to get shot. Only <laughs> get shot. Gonna get can I ask you a question about Steam again. Sorry. Yes. You can, yes. Do people give a shit about achievements on Steam? Um, not so much. Nothing. They seem to be more interested in the trading cards than achievements. So, people oh, are loving the trading cards. But but the badges are you know that's the only reason I care about the trading cards to get badges. See, people want badges. I don't get. So it. that um, that's it. I haven't uh, been. Hold on. Got, rust, what? Go back on Rust again. What? Rust. Yeah. What about it? More thing about Rust. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask now. Okay, let's move on then before he remembers. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's it for what we've been playing this week, which is a hell of a lot of stuff. It's come. Hell of a lot of stuff. Um, I haven't been playing anything else, so we need to move on. And uh, yeah, we are going to do egg timer topics. We're not doing the news. We're going to oh, do egg yeah. timer topics instead. Here's the music. on rust music this is going to be a hilarious counterpart there it is all right whatever egg timer topics egg 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 timer topics thank you for giving us egg timer topics do you know that made that thank you sound like a robotic voice which was kind of weird thank you yeah it's kind of weird um yep. now the first one I'm going to start with isn't actually on the Facebook because I put a thing up on Facebook asking for questions. But yes. the first one I'm going to start with is off Twitter. Ooh. Okay, because I, f- Hit it. I found this really interesting, right? And I'd never heard of this guy. But uh, Brandon Conway on the Twitter, otherwise known as at Evil Shredder, uh, said, your thoughts on Derek Smart on the Steam forums banning everyone. Now, I'd never heard... Has anyone heard of Derek Smart? Do you know who he no. is? Right, cause is Ray's new character? No, I'd never heard of this guy, right? He's a, he's a veteran game developer, right? And basically, he's made a game called something 3000 3, AD or something. Okay. And, he's, and then he made a new game recently called Line of Defense Tactics based on a similar... Like I think it's like an updated game of this old game that he made. Like a new game, but sort of of, of a similar line. And it's some sort of like sort of uh, tactical game, I think. It's, you know, like turn-based tactical game. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. But it's caused a massive shitstorm. And and the basic reason that this has happened is because he released it on Android uh, first, and iOS, I think. It was iOS and Android. And charged $4.99 for the game, and you got the first... You, you could download it for free to begin with and play the first three levels for free as a demo, and then pay you $5. Now, when he released it on Steam, he put the price up to $20 or $18.99 or something like that, so it, it sort of tripled in price. I think that was on discount, and it was $25 after the discount period was finished. Well, everybody went completely mental about the fact that he was charging, you know, in, in essence, five times the amount that he charged for the game on iOS. 
But he went into, he sort of did a post, and apparently this is in the first time back in the day, this guy does not take to criticism very well. Hmm. And back in the day, he, he used to sort of, this is nothing new for him, apparently. But basically, anyone who put anything derogatory or anything about his game, he literally just banned on the forums and deleted their posts. Brilliant. So all that he's left with is sort of uh, the sort of the, the sort of fur post, should you, should you say. But I kind of agree with him. I kind of agree with this guy. When I've read sort of what he's had to say, and he's made this massive post called In the Pursuit of Furness, um, and he said, to save trouble, let me first introduce you to a primer on entitlement in an article, Psychology Today, which was nine types of entitlement tendencies and how to overcome them. And he's put, to save you the trouble, though you should read the whole article, I'm going to list the important ones. One, you expect the same rules that apply to others shouldn't apply to you. Number four, you disregard rules that are intended for everybody's comfort. And seven, you think it's okay to upset or offend other people. Then he goes on to say, we as developers, especially here on the Steam forums, have come to expect all manner of antisocial behaviour by those who feel that they are entitled to something when they are not. Posting irrelevant, inaccurate, mean or spiteful reviews is retaliation is and always will be a fool's errand. In fact, it is rather funny to watch and it is the number one reason why, despite this sort of behaviour, games still prosper on Steam. And simply because those who have every intention of buying your game are more sensible in their decisions than to listen to and take advantage from a bunch of people whose favourite online hobby is to troll, disrupt, harass and insult others just because they can. It is the garden variety schoolyard mob bully mentality magnified in a medium where accountability is non-existent. It ranks up there... Uh, with sticking worms to the sidewalk with superglue and watching birds, get hernias pulling wings off butterflies, etc. CNN recently posted a research study about how this behaviour manifests itself in the patterns of those who do it. Jeff Vogel, another dev, also posted a missive about exactly this sort of thing. The forum mob mentality is the bane of internet forums is the primary reason why, across the internet, various content providers are taking steps to curb. You can't prevent haters from hating or people from behaving badly. This behavior is best they can. So that's so much so that many a lawsuit has been filed against some people who went too far. And it is the primary reason why the Steam forums, as big as they are, have probably the worst reputation for online forums. If you were thinking that distinction goes to NeoGAF, then you're very wrong. Because believe it or not, most people on NeoGAF seemingly grew up when they weren't looking and somewhere along the way, they also grew a sense of humour. Either that or, unable to complete, compete with the wit and culture of the average old grown-up neo-gaffer, they churned weakly and left. A sample of the data clearly indicates that in any collective pool, especially one where gamers are involved, there is always be those who are left to their own devices to disrupt and completely destroy the ecosystem, making it difficult for anything meaningful to come out of it. And Sorry, he goes on. Stu, I don't mean to interrupt, but what's the question that we're being asked? So basically he's saying, what do we think about this guy banning people on the Steam forums uh, because they're putting sort of negative or sort of... Uh, Abusive, abusive stuff towards his game or him in person. It's a fine line, isn't it? I mean, on the one hand, there needs to be like a freedom of speech type of thing that happens where people can say what they really think about a game. I assume this is forums only and not like the reviews people can write. The you know, well, no, apparently he's been editing those as well. Yeah, because you know, I, I want to know what people don't like a game for. 
And if he's censoring that, that's messed up. Now, on the other hand, if people are writing, you know, this guy's a dick and you shouldn't buy his game, obviously that shouldn't exist. Yeah, I mean, we kind of see it all of the time. You know, we see stuff that people write on websites. And what's kind of interesting about what he puts, I mean, when I've read through what he's actually put, I kind of side with him in a way. Because quite often you will see people just put this game's shit or this game's rubbish, but not really have any objective reasons as to why that is. But isn't that the what the mechanic of X out of X people found this review helpful? That's supposed to be what gets rid of those things, isn't it? Kind of. But then, as we know, if somebody retaliates like this guy obviously has, then it just gets worse, doesn't it? And then all these other trollers who sort of see what everyone else is doing do the same thing, and it ends up where, you know, we've seen it on Amazon, haven't we, where someone's upset. Is he trying to censor all of that? Yeah, where someone's upset someone, and suddenly their book or whatever it may be on Amazon suddenly gets a million one-star reviews, and it suddenly goes from, you know, having good reviews to having none, but actually for no objective reason apart from the point that people are pissed off at them for whatever reason it may be, and their actual product is actually fine, and there's nothing wrong with right. it. And this is this is a large. This is largely why the phenomenon of crowdsourcing reviews is somewhat problematic. Because if there's no, you know, accountability or or you know filtering process, then you're going to end up with these waves of you know dissent and obnoxiousness that show up and unless you want to be the guy who yeah, you know filters them all out you got a tough call how are you going to deal with that yeah and i mean i mean it's interesting because we did i mean last week we talked about the phil fish thing yep. you know and no matter how much he is annoying right and we've said derogatory things about him he said he's a, a bit of a knobhead and he says stuff that's a bit stupid but then i kind of got to thinking about it and thinking well no matter how much he's annoyed people or said stuff that's a bit stupid or whatever, does he or did he deserve all the hate and vitriol he got well, just not. because he did that? Of course not. And that's the thing is that, look, it, this is the same thing about democracy. We have the right to say things about who he is and what he's said, but we also have this a responsibility. conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Shut up, Hal. Yeah, this is a hard-boiled one. We have a responsibility to avoid personal attacks and idiot commentary and and making it, you know, juvenile in our responses. So but and I think a lot of individuals on the consumer end don't take that responsibility seriously at all. They let their emotions run rampant and they they don't have any filter on themselves, especially when they're anonymous on the Internet. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I mean, just before we move on, just to finish up, this was what his closing paragraphs were. Uh, and here I am writing up this stuff in a review made by an otherwise anonymous person who, after perpetrating unsanctioned behavior against us and our game, to which we had no choice but to take action, gets to do this without any sort of accountability because he can and he has a mob behind him. The funny thing is that I have a lot of experience with this stuff and stuff like this for over 20 years in making many games. My resolve has never been tested to the point where I just upped and quit thereby letting people I wouldn't otherwise stand next to in a crowded room harass, abuse, insult, and put me under siege. 
So coming to bullies is exactly how it starts. And if you think that just because it is happening online and that it has no real-world consequences, then you clearly have not been paying attention to all the instances and reports of how our online lives tend to collide with our real ones, and sometimes with deadly results. Never succumb to bullies. It is never okay. Never allow someone to put you down just because they can. It is never okay. The person who said it was okay to turn the other cheek never got slapped hard enough. The okay, game is... Wait, 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 hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. That was Jesus. Yeah, I know, yeah. Someone mentioned that. Enough is ludicrous because he had nails through his hands and got crucified to death. Yeah, he yeah. just didn't know what pain was. Wow. What a, that's, that, okay. that's only, that's only if you believe idiot, he was that's real. That's an idiotic thing to say. Yeah, that's only if you believe he was real, though, to be fair. But anyway, that's, a, that's an aside. But no, I mean, I understand what he's saying. It's not okay to do it. Why should you sort of put up with it? I mean, right. that's his, his, center, his sort of choice of language may be wrong. Right. But, but his sentiment is right. You know, he's well, saying, and it also comes back to this question of, like, how do you respond to idiots on the Internet? Now, it's easy for me to say, oh, you know what, show, use mercy to try to show people the way because I don't have a game out there. And, I, you know, my job isn't dependent on these idiots and what they write in their reviews. So, you know, he's yeah, coming at... Yeah, but he kind of is, though, isn't he? What? His job is kind of dependent no, on... No, I'm saying his job is. I don't yeah, have is. his experience is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but, but that said, you know, if I have a student who goes on ratemyteachers.com which is a site that exists and they put yep. Mr. P sucks he's an idiot my response is I'm sorry that kid feels that way yeah no, that's the end of it I'm not gonna tr- take that down file for abuse this and that I'm like whatever that kid probably didn't try very hard you know yeah but what if right he Got influences 20 of his mates to do yeah. the same thing and then your head teacher or what principal or whatever he's called in america takes notice right. of that and goes well, see, that's the thing. eric the i need to see you in my ha- office because i've seen all no, this no, no, stuff. No. hang on a second the minute that happens like i don't know if i want to be a teacher anymore but this because that's the thing again like uh, you know <laughs> i can't imagine a school administration taking rate very seriously which again shows the difference between this guy's life where his you know the market does care what these idiots say and my life where i'm able to go i don't care what that person wrote. absolutely but let's let's look at it another way you get maybe one lone kid doing that yeah he has yeah. maybe three or four hundred people doing that if not more absolutely you know, so it goes, it's sort of exponential, isn't it? Right. But what I'm saying is, I don't know that he's solving anything with taking this approach. You know what no, I mean? No, I mean, let me just come to his, his final thing that he says. But you read the final thing. I haven't read the final thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. He Six says, this is the you final thing. Because you interrupted. You interrupted. It's anyway, like 20 minutes take, take time or something. He says, in fact, in a direct counter to this nonsense, here is what I'm prepared to do in order to stand by that? my game as well as completely dispel this nonsense. Nonsense. This is, in a sense, my full-on gear of war for what I have no winners, but is worth fighting nonetheless. Between today, Thursday 13th of Feb, and Thursday 20th of Feb, if you, who aren't involved in all this farce, bought the game either before trying the free mobile versions or because you feel that your experience is better on the PC, so you bought it first and then you find that a single one of these hateful and inaccurate reviews is true, I will refund your money and you will get to keep the game in your Steam account. In return, I have only these conditions. Your Steam account must be established one that is at least 12 months or older, and you must have more than four games in it. Not some dummy account. Yeah, we know that game right, is... Yeah. 
He doesn't want people taking advantage of his. You own. must write an objective and honest review of the game and your experience. Here is the game Steam store page where you are reading this. I've created this thread where you can alert us to your desire to have a refund, and I will make it happen after reviewing the. So he's offering refunds to people. Yes. Okay. No questions asked. So that's his sort of final response, but he takes a long time to get there. Yes. But I, I don't know. I, I just think about, you know, all the times we've said things that maybe are a bit derogatory towards developers. And I think it's made me think a bit about it. No, that's fair. I, I think that's important. And that's, it's good that we recognize that there are real people on the other end of this and that they put a lot of time and effort into things that, you know, we see, you know, we, they put their lives into a thing that shows up on our radar screen for 30 seconds at the most. You know what I mean? A new game yeah. shows up on Steam. We might watch the the video that sh- you know the trailer that starts playing for thirty seconds if we're feeling generous. And as soon as that's over, boom, it's off. And you know if it's not our t- type of cup of tea, we're like, okay, done. Yeah. Now the thing I will say to follow up with that is having had experience hearing directly from people like Silver Dollar Games who say, yes, we produce garbage because that's what pays the bills. I don't feel bad aggressively critiquing try not to fart for instance now i'm not going to go after them as individuals and i agree that you know the distinction between personal attacks and attacking their games is valid but when they admit we did this only because it pays the bills i'm not going to hold my tongue about their dumb dumb games no i mean to be fair to them what they said it wasn't to pay the bills it was to enable them to develop the game they really wanted to develop so it was to be able to invest money in a, a much better bigger game Fine. It was to make a quick book. better games. Yeah, right. to enable them to carry on developing the game, the game they were, they were developing. Best that is good. Yeah, and that's why they Final did that. Part is a crap, garbage, horrible game. No Luca, no is a crap, horrible game. <laughs> it's funny. And, and the reason I bring it up is because <laughs> not everybody's putting their soul into these games. Some people put, you know, three months of their lives, which again is significant, yes, but it's not your yeah, but- soul. It might seem like your soul at the time. Yeah, but to be fair, they spent 18 months making one finger death punch. Yes. As and that was a good game. Yeah, it was a good what game. I'm saying, look, what I'm saying, Stu, is that if someone puts in a year of work and the thing they produce is not very good, we don't have a responsibility to say that it's good just because they put in a year of work. If, no, I, write no. a sto- if I write a book and it takes me a year to write that book, that doesn't mean it's a good book. And in fact, I wouldn't want people to say, this is a good book, if they didn't like it. No, absolutely, and I don't, I don't, you know I don't disagree, because we've had all of, all of this conversation before, and I'm certainly not going down that road again. Right. Maybe we should move on to the next egg time. So let's top- move on to the next ones on okay, the Facebook. Okay, next topic. Now, I'll be uh, honest, I have no idea what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, let's have the first one. Wait, on the next. Go ahead, can Stu. We, can, you know, you know can, I, can I just throw something out there for you a couple of topics? Can I, just, can I just suggest something, right? When... The three minutes is up. Can we stop talking about it? Yeah, about... well, that, that needed to be talked about. That one was hard-boiled, dude. Yeah, we had that was a tough. hard-boiled question. But Some from now on, yes, Jenny. Right. This is a three minutes, boil. it's up, you're done. I will okay, keep playing okay. the buzzer until you stop. Okay, this is a soft-boiled okay. one. Here we go. Uh, this is from Amar Parvez. So he says, if Woo! you could get a do-over, what career, job, life decision would you make differently? Jenny, you go first. Oh, that's a bit Jesus deep. Jesus Christ. That's a bit deep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I I think I would, I would like to have um, studied science a little bit more. I think. Um, I thought about actually 
you know what? If I didn't, if I didn't do this, and if I was smart enough, which I'm not, I would, I would like to be a doctor. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. I just, I just like the idea of being a doctor. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I think I would like to be a doctor. I'm not smart enough to be a doctor. I, I'm not saying I'll ever, I, I'm never going to be a doctor in my life. But if I was, if I could say to my younger self, hey, you know, if you don't want to do the, the creed, you know, hey, you should. Pay attention in biology and stuff. I I'd like to be a doctor. That that's something I'd like to do. Um, I just think uh, that would be cool to help okay. so many people. Because I I don't really like hospitals, ironically, but I think that's the reason. It's because you feel so helpless in there. You know, I funny enough, I don't want to go into it too much, but I was in A and E last night, uh, and not for me, so don't worry a bit, and everything's fine. But you know, I I walked into this corridor and there's like four beds in there there was all like really suffering i was like you just feel helpless you just feel pathetic so i'd like to help those people so that's probably what i'd do okay uh for me uh when i was a kid a young kid i wanted to be a stuntman right? yeah that's, yeah, that's what i wanted that's to be equally as important as a doctor i wanted to be a stuntman right <laughs> and then as, as, stuntman as i got no but listen we've only got three minutes here so i'm trying yes. to get through this uh and uh as i got older i decided i wanted to go into acting so when I went to secondary school, I wanted to be an actor. But what they decided to do, when we did our options, they decided to take drama out of, of that choice and change uh, uh, it to uh, media studies uh-huh. instead because that was like the up-and-coming thing. Now. And I wish I'd have worked harder at media studies and not faffed around like I did because maybe I would have been in some guys or for more in media stuff like doing the podcast here now, I guess. So that's, that'd be me. Duke. There you go. Um, well, when I was a kid, actually, I remember I had this dream, like, I'm going to be the first teenager to go into space. But then I started looking at what you had to do to be an astronaut. I was like, hell, no, I'm not doing all that. Screw this. Uh, I don't think, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky because I feel like I have my dream job in a way. I would like something that, you know, puts me maybe a little more into the public eye. Like, you know, I wouldn't mind being like a world famous published author. Uh, and maybe that'll happen someday. But I think maybe serving in public office could also be interesting. You know, being a politician of some kind, trying to fight with, from within to make things better. I remember watching The Distinguished Gentleman and being like, dude, I could do that. See, you'd be great in the UK. That's all they do in the House of Commons, just argue with each other. Well, there you go. Perfect. And I have a big ring binder. There you go. Yeah, that's the other thing you need is a ring binder. That's according good. to Eddie Izzard. There's my revision notes for physics. Right, we need to move on. Dean Glacken Fuller, he says, what historical figure could be effectively transferred to video games and what genre would it be? Teddy Roosevelt. You can make it a very entertaining hunting killer war game off of his life. Oh, um, okay. mm. What was the question again? Uh, what historical figure could be effectively transferred to video games and what genre would it be? It'd be interesting to make a survival horror game out of Harriet Tubman's life. You know, you got to escape with the slaves on the Underground Railroad and not get caught, not get killed. Yeah, that was so like a stealthy survival horror. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it would be kind of disrespectful to make her life into a video game, but... (laughs) Yeah, but would he? Video games are art, man. It's a way of telling a story. Depends on who makes it, and chances are most people would make a horrible game out of that. I was trying to... I mean, the trouble with me, right, I was thinking about this, right, and I could only come up with... You know, like killers from <laughs> from the past. And well, yeah. So like Genghis, Genghis Khan. Or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's that like every war, it will eventually be made into a video game. So you don't even need to bother yeah. with war. But it, it, it was a struggle. I've got to say, it was a struggle to sort of. 
I don't know, come up with someone like what about Florence Nightingale? That'd be kind of interesting. That could be good. That's I mean, especially simulator like, though, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, a simulation game. Yeah. But Surgeon, Surgeon on... Simulator is already Florence Nightingale again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> like it. Florence Nightingale when she's drunk. <laughs> but that's the thing is we've found ways to make non-killing mechanics in games entertaining. So now I think that's going to open up the door. Because it has been, for many years, the only historical figures you could make games out of have been people who killed a lot of people, like you said. I think it could be interesting to make games that show... Um, you know, underrepresented episodes in history. For instance, Treblinka was a, a moment in the Nazi Holocaust where the, the prisoners rose up and burned down the camp and killed the guards. So I think it'd be cool to have some sort of game where you get to do that or, you know, like Aboriginals trying to fight against the, you know, colonizers in Africa or whatever. Well, what, about, what about a game sort of where you're living through the Black Death in the UK, you know, and that was all going on? Yeah, maybe someone someone trying to help people, and you had to decide who you helped and who you didn't help. Yeah, like a Walking Dead thing. Walking Dead meets Papers, please. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of quite moral, you know. You sort these of... ideas, by the way, are all patent pending. If anybody, <laughs> and the other one I thought would be quite interesting and, and kind of amusing, but in a, a morbid kind of way, would be Henry VIII, and you could decide who you beheaded and who you didn't. <laughs> yeah, take that, lady. <laughs> You know, not necessarily he beheaded lots of people apart from his I wives. said I wanted light starch on my neck. <laughs> Fun fact about uh, Florence Nightingale, she died of an STD. Really? Did she? Oh, she went that cle- squeaky clean, was she? Just saying. Oh, that's <laughs> dead. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah uh, let's see other historical figures we can make a video game out of. Ooh, maybe like Macbeth. That'd be a cool... He's not a historical figure. Ah, I've ah, run out of time. Right. Okay, next one. We need to move on. Uh, Christian Barkley, why don't we sort each other uh, podcast listener? Oh, sorry. Why don't we sort out each podcast listener to donate five pounds to get Duke and the Duchess over? Surely we could raise at least a couple of hundred quid, lol. Well, it's not a matter of money. It's a matter of time. time. No, I'm, I mean, I, it is also money. I'm poor, but not that poor. Well, that's not really a question, so we'll move on to the next one. Right. Oh, um, stop. Pause, reset. Pause, reset. Here we go. Have you tried, uh, this is from James Johnson, and he says, have any of you tried League of Legends, and how do you feel about competitive gaming, like LCS, given the current growth of eSports, or whatever you want to call it? eSports. I hate that term. eSports. It's in the game. I'm sorry, Nightingale didn't die of an STD. She had an STD. Sorry. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Save it for the Google. I'm glad you clarified that. Florence Nightingale on that. So, what do you think of esports? I guess. Look, I think I've had to warm over. I've had to warm to it over time because for a long time I was like, "It's stupid. It serves no purpose. I hate it." And then I had students who were like, "I'm actually doing well in it." Like, I'm the one kid I knew got sponsored to play esports. So, I mean, whatever. Good on him. Like, if that's working for him, more power to him. There you go. I don't. I don't know what I think about it. This is my opinion on it. Is most games that are involved with esports, like League of Legends, um, StarCraft, and Call of Duty. I mean, aside from Call of Duty, most of them are games that I don't really give a shit about. Right? I'm not. I don't play League of Legends. I don't play StarCraft. But Call of Duty, I, I have played. I, I have a history with it, and I still don't give a shit about it. So I just feel like I, it's it's just not for me. You know what I mean? It, it, there's there's so many gamers out there, and we all play games for different reasons, right? Yeah. Most of us play games because we want fun mechanics and great stories. Some people right. play games because they want to be competitive. A, a lot of people 
I think we forget are very, very competitive. That sense of winning isn't, I mean, we all enjoy it. We all want to win, but that sense of winning is something that they absolutely strive for all the time. They win in everything. My business partner, Matt, wants to win in everything. It doesn't matter. I'm a way, way, way better snooker player than he is because I've been playing it all my life. But he still tries so hard to win, you know, and then if we play something that we sort of kind of level at or something, he still try so hard I, I really don't give a shit as much as he does and so i think it taps into that audience if you're really competitive i think i think you for really me, love video games i think what for me sort of with especially the ones where they play for money and stuff i i can see as a player is kind of interesting but i don't get the spectator thing because in korea when they're playing there's like hundreds of people there as spectators for example right to take this into a concept that i would i would watch somebody play i would watch a really good Halo wars player yeah you maybe would but i mean i watch these these things it would have to be a game you know inside yeah and i'm like what the hell is going on there's just like stuff flashing everywhere and it's like i have no idea what's going on and there's all these people cheering and clapping and i'm like i don't get that stuff at all so but is there a game that you could get into like that? Because I'm thinking like any game you love, Stu, you love the point and click, you love Journey. Yeah, you but love... it's not something you want to spectate, though, is it? I know, and that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out if there is a game that you know very, very well that could also work to watch someone else playing it. No, I can't they think of a single like game. Like... No, there I are games. Like games like that. Yeah, I can't think of a single game that I would either pay money or be interested in watching somebody else play. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Right, right next one's from next. Stuart Reeve, and he says, What's the first game you remember completing? Mine was New Zealand Story on the Amiga. First game. Go. First game you completed. Well, I suppose uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah, Super Mario Brothers. Dun, 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 dun. When you finally rescue the Queen, I was like, Yeah! I th- I, um, it's probably... It'd probably be like Street Fighter or something like that is the first game because, you know, mm-hmm. I played Super Mario Bros. and stuff, but I don't ever remember completing it. I might have completed it, but I don't remember it. I remember... You know I tell a lie. Sorry, go ahead, Shinny. I remember beating Street Fighter, you know, beating M. Bison on Street Fighter 2 was a, was an achievement for me. You know what I mean? I was like, yes, done it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I remember the ending. Each character had an ending. And I, I and to be the, fair, that was... Ryu and Chun-Li one. That was a pretty short game, all told. It's a short game, yeah. The first big game I remember is Super Mario World because you have to have 96 levels complete and the little star pops right. up when you've done it. So that was like the, the big game. So, yeah. You know, I tell a lie. The first game I beat probably was Pool of Radiance. The Dungeons and Dragons game because that came out in never 1988, and yeah, I played I've that on the Apple Two C. That was a great game back in the day. Uh, I mean, I remember, and again, I remember like the last battle was grueling. Like there was a vampire, and it was like really hard. And we were like, yeah, and we made it. And we we're like, yes, we made it. Little Radiance, yes. Uh, 1988 came out on 1998. Yes, yeah. Gold box. You see, I don't, I don't. The the first game I remember, I see, I I played loads of games on the Spectrum, but I don't ever remember completing any of those. What was Monkey Island on? Uh, Monkey Island was on the Amiga, uh, but the first game I completed was more likely Another World, I think, which I think came out before <laughs> Monkey Island. So it depends <laughs> which which one came out first was the first one I completed, either Monkey Island or Another World. Well, Another World came out in 1991, and Monkey Island when did that come out? Monkey Island. Here we go. 
The Secret of Monkey Island was 1990, so they were about. Oh, it must have been, yeah, it must have been close. Then it was it was uh, probably Monkey Island. Then I guess the first game. And, and but, the release dates back then were not as important as they were now no. because. You didn't have games coming out every five seconds. And also, you didn't necessarily buy it on release date. Right, exactly. No. So I can't remember. It was one or the other. But I guess Another World is more sort of relevant because Monkey Island, we sort of played as a group. So there was me and friends and my brother and all his mates and sort of trying to figure it out together. Whereas Another World, I played on my own. So I guess that's probably more relevant, really. And the first console game I completed was Tomb Raider. That yeah. was the first console game. 1995. There you go. There you go. But yeah, prior to that, I didn't really complete any games, I guess. They were the first game Because you, you felt you had more of a reason to complete it because it was like a proper I was like, I was like the opposite, really, because when I was a kid, I only had like one or two games. And it was such a big event when a new game came into this my life. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. And, and right next one is from Matthew Walters. And he says, uh, who was the first person to look at a cow and say... I think I'll squeeze these dangly things here and drink whatever comes out. Okay, John I will, Rogers. I will John give you Rogers. this. That's a Calvin and Hobbes reference, so it's not an actual joke or a question. However, because you're quoting Calvin and Hobbes, I will applaud you, sir. But it's not a question. Moving on next. Moving on. Uh, right, best favorite game of last generation of consoles, i.e. 360 PS3. That's last generation now. This is easy. Uh, that's Skyrim. No, no, not you're wrong. No. G- uh, like you do, G- but you're wrong. You're wrong, Duke. You're wrong. Are we? Are we? Five. Stu says, "Blow." I'm uh, not blow. Stu's going to say, "Pull two. Pull two. Pull two. That's not mine either. Isn't that what's yours? Mine's Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, yeah. No, you see, that's kind of difficult. I'm with you there. That's kind of hard to decide between the two, isn't it? And then you've got to—it's a lot, and Marnie's Red Dead Redemption. So yeah, and you've still got to counter in the Last of Us, haven't you? At some point. Yeah, I, th- I think Portal Two pips the the Last of Us though. Yeah, no, I agree. Portal Two is just a beautiful game. Yeah, it's it's, it's a beautiful it's, game. There's no doubt about it. I, I, again, I always think about hours invested. The, the, yeah. the thing is, right? I don't think about hours invested. I just go on sort of gut because, like, I, you know, Portal Two, right? I think is near perfect. There's nothing bad I can say about. It. Portal yeah. 2, right? Yeah, Red Dead there are things in Red Dead Redemption that I can say, I can critique and say, like, eh, you know, it's not perfect. Mexico's a bit slow, blah, 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 blah right? But I there's just, nothing wrong with Skyrim. I, just, I close my eyes and I think about Red Dead Redemption and I think about Portal 2 and I just yeah. go, nah, Red Dead Redemption. Well, the that's the thing. They have an intensity of feeling that yeah. is yeah. part of the equation. And I think, yeah, I have that same intensity of feeling when it comes to Skyrim. Now, I will immediately agree that the story in Skyrim is pretty pants, but, <laughs> you know, I don't care about that. Yeah. Because yeah. there are good stories along the way. The main story is not amazing, but, you know, and to be fair, like, some of the side stories in Red Dead Redemption are not great, but no, that's really. okay, because the main story is so wonderful, and the, most but, of the side yeah. stories are decent. I think Portal 2 is the exception where sort of, sort of everything in Portal 2 is amazing. You know, like yeah, everything. Yeah, that's true. Come across the gameplay, the story, the, the voice story, acting. It's oh, just, yeah. it's, it's the, the dialogue. Perfect. But the thing is, Duke connects more with Skyrim than I connect more with Red Redemption because it's just a comfort zone. It's just, it's just I, I oh, yeah. associate that game with so many different things. Whereas Portal 2, I went through, I played it three times in the same two weeks. Yeah, I think it's the perfect game, but I just... I just love Red Dead Redemption. And to be honest with you, if I have to reflect, 
Oblivion's got to be in there as well to an extent. Well, Fallout 3's in there for me because yeah. of that sort of yeah. genre. So. Mm-hmm. You know, Fallout 3, GTA 5 and 4. I know people don't like 4 as much, but I, I really liked the story of 4. And I, it's I interesting to me that there are so many open world games on these lists because I think some of it, certainly for me in Skyrim, is that it's the world. Like I love being in that world. The world. And I think as Rockstar, much as I love Bethesda, I don't like being in that world. You know what I mean? Rockstar and Bethesda. Rockstar Bethesda nail it with, with oh, yeah. worlds, you know, environments yeah. and stuff. And that's why I think that Bioware, as much as I love them, don't quite make it on these lists because the stories are probably much better. But I don't like being in the world of Mass Effect as much as I love being in the world of Skyrim. I like being in the world of Mass Effect. I just don't think purpose. Say, time's up. Will he oh. live up to his own rule? Time's yep. up. I guess so. Uh, next one's from James Hill. So I find that was Lee Galdart. If I didn't mention his name, so thank you for that, thank Lee. You. No. There you go. Uh, next one's from James Hill. He said, "How much will the Xbox One have to drop in price before you all get one?" A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot yeah, I'm not even interested Find remotely it, you know, at the moment. You know, I've, I've been looking at the PS4 a little bit as well um, uh, because I'm not an Xbox guy, like exclusively. I, I, I will get both eventually. I know this. I, I know. Eventually, I will cave in and go fuck this. I'm okay, get- here's here's a question for you, Chini. Right, which would be more of a reason to buy either one? Would it be Titanfall or a game by Naughty Dog? Naughty Dog, definitely. It would be, I think, a little bit more because I don't know. Because Titanfall, this is what I like about an early console is that the online space isn't crowded. If you go on a 360 now, pretty much. All the big, even I go on Halo Wars, right, which is a very niche RTS game on the console, and there's people playing it, right? There are people playing all games on all the multiplayer. Apart, there's there's exceptions like some of the crappy EA sports games and stuff, but you know, there's I, I go on, I played Halo Reach with my nephew today. There's loads of people on it, right? So the space is crowded. But on the Xbox One and the PlayStation, there's Battlefield, there's Call of Duty, there's a few other things. So it's a really good time. Remember Gears of War, Stu? Yeah. Yep. You know, it was a really good time to get into a multiplayer game then because everybody was playing the sort of the same thing. So you got a really good yeah. sense of community. And Call of Duty 4 came around the perfect time as well. Then after that, it started to, it started to kind of – the more games get released, the more spread out people get, right? And the people go on Battlefield, people go on Call of Duty, you know, all this stuff. So – I think Titanfall might slip into that that category of this is a perfect time to play them because I really don't play multiplayer games like you, Stu. So maybe you know Titanfall would be a good, good pull. For yeah, but me. to be fair, you play way more than I do. I do, you know what? I, the only multiplayer game now I play is Halo Wars, and that's because it's Halo Wars. So, yeah, you know, I don't play Call of Duty really at all. So um, yeah, maybe I, I, it would scratch that itch again. But Naughty Dog's awesome. So uh, price wise, I don't know. Maybe if they dropped it a hundred quid on. On, on the X-Bone, and then if they dropped it 50 quid on the PlayStation or something, I'd get one. I think at the moment there is no price drop that would even make me be no. interested at the moment. No. It's, you know what? If, if four br- brilliant games came out for either one that wasn't on um, 360 or PS3, I would get one then. You See, know what I mean? think about, about how, why I bought the ones that I have now. I only bought an Xbox 360 when my PS2 stopped playing DVDs, and then I bought a PS3 because I was sick of giving money to Microsoft when I got the Red Ring of Death for the third time. So I wonder if something like that would have to happen for me to get the next gen. Oh, what if, what if, Duke? What if Fallout 4? No, oh, Fallout 4. Fallout 4, maybe. For the next but, gen. But I'm lucky because we're not in that zone yet where... 
that's going to be a next gen exclusive. I think if Fallout Four came out tomorrow, it would be on both. I've got plenty of games to play on my 360, so when they run out, then I'll maybe I'll I'll get more persuaded by it. Can serve no purpose anymore. Okay, next one up is from Mike. This is good. good. This is good. Michael Swales, and he says Halo Five is then isn't then is coming out in 2014. Do you think Halo Five might actually be a TV series and not a game at all? No. Multimedia and video game is the future, no? There, there will be a TV series with the launch of Halo 5. That's a guarantee. There was with 4, uh, and there will be with 5. It will come out. Of, you know, I, I think there will be some kind of... They did a web series for Forward Unto Dawn for Halo 4. It was pretty successful, I think. They had like a $7 million budget, which was fucking ridiculous because it wasn't even that good. It was some kids running around the woods. But, you know, I, I, I just... I think they'll do it again. Microsoft seems to do it again. Um but whether Halo 5 will come out this year, I don't know. Uh, I I think it's the right time to, to, to bring out an Halo 2 anniversary, which had been rumoured. Um, and then I'd be happy if they delayed Halo for another year because I don't feel like we need it yet, you know. But maybe the Xbox One does need it. You see, I mean, it's interesting because obviously we know Remedy are making Quantum Break, uh-huh. which is also a TV show. And the TV show is linked to the game, and the game's going to be linked to the TV show, which is similar. What was that other? There was another TV show that came out like last year, didn't it? That tried to do the same thing. Like that stuff that happened in the show was reflected in the game, and vice versa. Right. Every time about sorry. There was a there was a game that came out. I can't remember what it was. It was linked to a sci-fi television show. Oh, was, Eve Online. No. Papers, please. No. Rust? But it came out last year. I can't think Hello? of the life of me what it was called. I no, thought- it was. No. Saints- Shut up. <laughs> if you're not going to say anything worth saying, don't bother saying it. Oh, look uh, at him. But yeah, Quantum Break. Are you talking about the Alan the Wake world thing? world needs clown. No, yes, Quantum Break is the Remedy guys who made Alan Wake, but they're making uh, a television show and a game. And the Bright link. Falls. Bright Falls. No, no, these aren't. This, this other one wasn't made by Remedy. It was like a sci-fi show. And it was meant to be like a massive multiplayer online, and what happened in the show was reflected in the game, and vice versa. The so I can't remember what the hell it was called now. Defiance or something? Defiance. It was Defiance. I'm sure it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was Defiance. Look at MMO on the console. Yeah, but it never quite worked, did it? I heard it wasn't too bad though. No, but it it didn't. You know, it set out to do this sort of. Didn't do what it said it was. Yeah, breaking the fourth wall or whatever, and then sort of doing all this weird stuff that sort of. Did that? I mean, it would it wouldn't surprise me if Halo didn't attempt to do something like that. I guess. But like you know, I, I, most cameras I speak to don't really watch TV. No, I don't disagree with you, but it, I mean, obviously I they're, 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 they're pushing it massively in this Quantum Break, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes down. Yeah, whatever. Because they're really like going watch, for it. I don't watch much TV to be honest. So I don't really give a shit. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. I think it's kind of an interesting concept, but like you said, I mean, the thing is, though, I guess you've got to think with the Xbox One TV, such an integrated part of that system now that maybe it will work. Mm, maybe, maybe. Do you know what I mean? And and then, as you like, like you said, you were you're quite rightly. Uh, Alan Wade did the Bright Falls mini series. Can serve no purpose anymore. Before it came out, right? Let's move on. Uh, Matthew Bolzanello says. If you could never play a game again, what would you spend more time doing? Reading. Reading? Um, yeah. I th- you know what? I, you know what? I think I'd read more, yeah. Because I, I don't read at all, really. And, uh, yeah, I've started reading more recently than, than I used to. Because I used to read a, a massive amount. 
and then got into gaming in a huge way and sort of the reading tailed off of me. But then I've sort a lot, but I think that you know not for not I don't I'm not upset about it, but you know gaming has pretty much taken over probably about seventy percent of the time that I used to spend with reading. Now I used to play a lot of games too. It's not like I'm you know, gaming is something that's new for me, but, you know, I probably would like to get through more books, but for whatever reason, especially because, like, when I get home from school, if I've worked with books and I've spent the day reading student writing or whatever, and I get home, I'm like, I ain't trying to read more now. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I guess I would probably spend more time getting out and about, I guess, sort of riding my bike a bit more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. to be honest with you, the way, I, I try to do that anyway, so I try and be quite balanced in what I do. You know, I only play games... Usually on a sort of Saturday, Sunday morning these days. So I try and not play as much as I used to. And I tend to play more mobile type games that I don't have Look to. Look at Stu. Oh, I read a lot. I go out. I know. I am trying to be we more balanced. Him, right, yeah, yeah. I am trying okay. to be more balanced because, you not know, even being I, funny. So it was maybe a couple of years ago, I got a, a not a telling off, but my wife had a bit of a go at me and said, Look, you, you're spending too much time doing the gaming stuff. You need to do all this oh, stuff. Oh, so it's her fault. No, it's not her fault, but you know what? <laughs> You know what? She had a point. She had a point. She had a point. I when you admit that you lose at marriage. I don't lose at marriage, but I just on board what just she said it. to you. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. He knows. I, you know, the, the, I sort of get so busy, like, I don't really play many games. Like, and I think Tara realizes that, like, like so, you know, like, any chance I get, I'll try and play games, which isn't very often. So um she sort of kind of lets it go she's good like that really she, she'll sort of just say it but yeah you know then again she'll say oh let's go for a walk and stuff and i think maybe exercise maybe exercise look join a gym or something if i'm playing so many games but fuck that i've got games to finish yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly too well, many games and not have enough time it'll be easier to incorporate games in the gym i think i've got i'm pretty lucky because i was able to set up a kind of a gym in front yeah. of my ps3 it'll soon i think I don't know. I think this could be really handy because tablets are sort of helping us with it. But I think it would be really cool if there was some way to, you know, like using Google Glass to some extent and then like having some sort of device that you hold in your hand in order to control it. You know what I mean? That doesn't require uh, actual, you know, the same kind of controller we usually have. So I don't know. I think that could make it incorporating games with the gym better. Now, what I'm going to say at this point, we are up to the two hours, 20 seconds. Say no, it. well, I was just going to say, we're up to... Well, you can't say it yet if it's not about this topic, because we haven't... Uh, been... Okay. <laughs> this conversation... Okay, now you can say it. We're up, to, we're up to two hours, 20 minutes, which is sort of coming to That's the end of the show. Yeah. And we've got quite a few still left to do, and we may get a few more before next week, because what tends to happen with these kind of threads... Yeah, they roll on a little bit. Back to this next week. Should so we, I think we, we do, come back we do, to it next week. Should we do one more? Um, all right, I've got one. Let's do one more. And it kind of is in theme with some of the stuff we've talked about on this week's show. Are you ready? Yes. This is from uh, Robin Mickelberg, and he says, "What is the greatest food?" Pizza. Finished. Pizza. See, I don't know whether that's kind of true. It's my favourite food. Well, if I said to you, Ginny, right, what is the best thing you have ever eaten in your life? Would it just be pizza? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. If I said to you, "What is the best thing you've ever eaten?" You'd just say pizza. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here and actually disagree with you. And in fact, I'm going to, I'm surprising myself with this in a way. I think rice is the greatest food because everybody eats it in some way, shape or form. And it's a perfect staple. Now that said, I don't eat a whole lot of rice, but when I do, I love it. 
Indian food, yeah. Thai food, Chinese food, Mexican food. You put it – I mean it goes with everything. Oh, yeah, for sure it does. Yeah, it Absolutely. definitely does. Spanish I mean, yellow rice. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm kind of a bit unethical here because, because – Veal. Well, I do like veal. Right? You do like okay. veal, don't you? I yeah. do like veal. Yeah, mm. I do like veal. Uh, and I've had veal several times, and I do like the taste of veal. It's, it is a, a nice taste of veal. Pate foie gras, mutilated baby heart. No, I don't like foie gras. Foie gras. But one of the nicest things I've ever eaten, this sounds even worse, right, is Impala. <laughs> right, when I went to Africa on holiday, uh, they had Impala on one night, which is a type of antelope. Uh-huh. And that was, that was very nice. <laughs> That was very nice. Yeah, it's but, fine. There's nothing unethical about that. Why is that unethical? Well, I guess because they're like these cute things. different from eating cows, isn't she? No, but the cute things that you see in sort of, you know, zoos and stuff. Yeah, well, I've, I've eaten one of those things. Yeah, it was tasty. There's nothing wrong with that. It was tasty. Um, and, and one of the other best things I've ever tasted, right? Um, my brother-in-law, he lives in Leicester. And one weekend, years and years and years ago, we went to the Indian part. And they, have you ever heard of Indian sweet shops, Chinny? Yeah, yeah, there's loads around here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he took, he took me shopping, right? And you'd just be amazed what you can get, right? And you get all this stuff, right? And there's all these, like, fantastic, like, Indian savoury snacks and stuff, mm. right? And, and you get, like, you pay five quid and you just get this huge bag full of stuff. Yeah, they do give you a lot. I remember at, at that school, they, there's, uh, there's a few girls that used to set up, like, a stall at school. Uh, oh. And they used to sell Indian... Some of the samosas are just like, oh... And samosas as well, they used to do samosas, yeah. But one of the best things they did was stuffed chili peppers. Oh. And they were kind of like whole, not like particularly like spicy chilies, but you know, like the quite big ones. Okay. And I have no idea what was in the stuffing. And they're, they're wrapped in like, you know, like the doughy sort of batter that they use. And my God, they were good. You know, and something tastes so good. And one of the other things recently I've had, which my wife bought me for Christmas, uh, was some habanero. Uh, chili jelly. Conversation can serve no purpose anymore. And God, that's good on everything. Um, can I just switch that around? Just slightly switch before we go. What's the worst thing you've ever eaten? I don't know. Um, What's the worst thing you've ever eaten where you've tasted and where you've gone, God, that's disgusting. God, that's terrible. I thought you'd have easily thought something. Someone made a mushroom one time. And I tasted it. It was horrible. It was like a big puffy mushroom, and it was really nasty. Ugh. I don't remember where I ate it, but it was just ugh. Yeah, and Chini, what about you? You know, what I can't think. You know, I am a bit of a fussy eater, to be honest. Um, you know, I'm, 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 until I was about fifteen, I didn't really eat a lot. Um, you didn't I, eat a lot. I didn't eat a lot, and I didn't eat a lot of. Variety. I only ate one meal a day. What do you mean you didn't eat a lot? I didn't eat a lot. Yeah, literally, like sort of like that. Yeah, it's just and like chicken nuggets. <laughs> nah, not even that. Sometimes, and I don't know. It's just it's not until I got older I started to eat like meat and things like that. <laughs> didn't uh, eat meat. I, I had like a like a, a proper disorder. I think you know, like right. there's a, there's a program on 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 on. It was on TV. It was like a Fussy Eaters. It was called yeah, Fussy yeah, Eaters. Yeah. Did you ever see it? No, and, but I, I would imagine did it, did it, you can do a test, can't you, where they taste sour things and your reaction gauge is how fussy yeah, you are. I, I, and to be honest, I watched that, right, and I, I never got, like, I never reacted like, oh, my God, how can they not eat that? I, re- I watched that going, I absolutely know how they feel. Like, there's one guy that just couldn't look at vegetables and stuff. 
And there's certain, there's, there, I'm okay with vegetables, but there are certain types of food where I just can't. Well, what? Give us an example. Jeez, you should be easy uh, able to do this. Tuna is one. Tuna? Uh, really? Just the, the, the fucking smell, the look. The it's funny because I'm a vegetarian for the most part, but I can't resist a tuna fish sandwich, man. And everybody yeah, that loves tuna. You know, people that love tuna really fucking love tuna as well. I've noticed. Yeah, I do. You know, like, it's like no one just goes, yeah, I like tuna. Most people just go, oh, tuna, it's the best fucking thing. I don't know that I feel that strongly about it, but, but I do like it. You know, everybody goes, I really love tuna. But, but yeah, I, I can't I can't stand like, that particular food. I'm better now, but before, like any sort of like um, like sort of large hot meal or something when I was a kid used to kind of make me feel sick. Um, I had I had a proper like weird disorder, and there was this. I was I remember once. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going off a bit, but the, I went out and we was having drinks and stuff with friends. And there was this one girl that I hadn't met before, and she was like with her friends. And her name was Michelle, and like everyone used to joke about and take the piss out of Michelle because she only ate chips. Yeah, yeah. Right, she only ate chips, and I said to her, I sort of know what you go through. I don't do it anymore. I'm I'm a little bit better now, but I used to be really bad with food. And she, she like confided, she confessed loads of things like I've tried this, I've tried that. I was like, look, there's no way you're gonna, no way um, you're gonna do it other than just doing it yourself, all right? And to be honest, once you try something new, it's not even that bad. It's just the thought of it. And like she, she contacted me afterwards saying like she tried some stuff, but it was just nuts. Sure, but anyway, so I, yeah, I am a fussy. Yeah, she, I, I've tried tuna. It, it was disgusting. Um, and I, I <laughs> It was exactly as you expected it yeah. to be. Can serve no purpose. I didn't even got to, I've got to tell you, man. I didn't even I know it was on three minutes on that. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you say all that, Ginny, because I'm kind of shocked. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. But, as you know, I used to be a pretty fat guy, right? Yeah. And the reason I was a pretty fat guy is because I'll eat, I'll eat pretty much anything. Yeah, you're one of those, isn't you? you? You eat anything. I've eaten snails. I've eaten frog's legs. Yeah, you know, I'll eat pretty much any. I'll try anything once, right? Yeah. And there's really, I'll be honest, there's really only one thing I have ever eaten that I would never ever eat again because it was just disgusting. Pizza. Right. No, the one thing I would never ever eat again is tripe, and it is the most disgusting thing ever. Do you know what tripe is, Duke? Do you know what tripe is? Yeah, it's like intestines, isn't it? No. It's not intestine. There's two types of tribe, right? There's seam tribe and there's honeycomb tribe, right? Honeycomb tribe is a cow's udder lining, right? And seam tribe is a cow's stomach lining. You know when when we were talking about that cartoon strip earlier where someone looked at a cow's tits and thought, I yeah. can't why would anybody look at that and go, I can eat that? I can, yeah. I'll have that. And basically what they do, right, they get it and then they boil it and they bleach it. Nasty. Right, and then basically, what old deers like to do in this country, especially with honeycomb tribe, which is oh, the other. Nobody's eating dinner right now. Yeah, they they basically get vinegar and they put vinegar in all the holes and they eat it cold. So they call it raw, but it's not really raw because it's already been cooked. And if you don't like it like that, right? If you have it cooked, you boil it in milk and then you thicken the sauce with corn flour of the juice from boiling it, right? And it's the most. It's the most disgusting smell you could ever imagine. It is sweet and sickly and horrible. And it's the only thing I've ever spat out. I put it in my mouth, chewed it for a bit, and then spat it out because it tasted that grim. There you go. So there you I, go. That's... When you said you were a fussy eater, it reminded me of this. That was what they called a fussy eater. He's fussy. He's a fussy eater. Fussy eater is a euphemism for big pain in the ass. 
So anyway, uh, was. we need. To... I was. I could never have a meal. I could never have a meal. Yeah. Well, anyway, we need to wrap up and get out of here. So yeah, thank you, to yeah. thank you for sending those questions. Sending yeah. questions, and we'll do the rest next week. So rest assured, anyone who wants thank to thank you. We'll get done next week. <laughs> Although that sounds kind of yes. now. Uh, well, but yes, thank you to everybody it, people. who We're contributed, important. and uh, we will we will get to everybody's questions, Zala. and yeah. and keep putting them on. I guess if anyone you know hears this and wants to have a question answered next week, go to the thread on Facebook and yeah. add your question in, and we'll do more questions, week. please. More questions for next week. Yeah, uh, and that's it. So shout out over to you guys quickly. It's Let's time do. for a shout out. Hey, so off you go, Duke. Yeah, Filthy and Fumu. I played Rust with them because they're cool. Everyone who hasn't been playing Rust, especially those of you who have it, for shame. There you go, and I will try and get on that. I think that's pretty much all. I'm sure I have other people to shout out, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, Skullduggerer sent me some stuff that was kind of funny. Uh, yeah. There was a prank phone call and then this, this interview with this Yorkshire girl. That was pretty funny. Yorkshire girl. Right. Yorkshire. I like it. I don't know. How do you say it? Yorkshire. 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 There's only, oh, good, well, there's only one good thing comes out of Yorkshire, Jude. Do you know what that is? What's that? The road to Lancashire. There you go. Ah! Yeah, the road to Lancashire. The M62. The M62, yeah, that's it. Do you know the M62's got a house in the middle of it? Where it, it has, yeah. Move. Well, the guy uh, I love protested. That. Protested. Yeah. And and they wouldn't so, move. And not far from there is the accolade of Suicide Bridge as well. You know what? That's my favourite bridge. I love that bridge. Well, Suicide Bridge. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The I have a th- high... Tara, I'll tell you, right? Yeah. Like, I have a thing about bridges. I like bridges. Yeah. Right? And every time I drive under that bridge, I, I enjoy it. So uh, you wouldn't if someone fell on your car, though, would you, really? No, but, you know, that's not my fucking fault. <laughs> Here's the Yorkshire accent. They're good on swings. Oh, yeah. And I'll go higher. Do the higher than Desi. Yeah, and it goes... It's brilliant. Oh, I love your it's story. a very cute video. That's, it's a cute oh, isn't that just horrible? It is. It is. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, love I, would take it, I, was, I was talking to uh, Millie's friend today and I was doing like old-fashioned Lancashire and she was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, you know, like, what are you doing, lad? Has to be down to, to coal mine. <laughs> what yeah. are you up to? <laughs> well, my, my auntie still talks like proper black country. Yeah, does she? He says, uh, all right, to all a bit, stay off the off the off track, you know, things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you all right, lass? Uh, stay off the off track. Jesus Has to been down to pictures today. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Is she, <laughs> watch? Our, our to fettling. You know what that means, Duke? Our to fettling. How are you doing? Uh, yeah. yeah. How are you doing? And then the, the, the stock answer is fur to middling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Teaching your language, your lingo here, Duke. I appreciate that. I'm going to teach you some American prank call lingo. Ah. I want you to go get the paper right now and read it to me because I don't know what the hell's going on in the world because I don't have a freaking paper. Motherfucker, shit, bitch. Hey, you don't talk to me like that. What's that, guy? You, you want a trouble, right? What? You want a trouble, right? You want I some trouble? You want trouble. If you want trouble, I've you got trouble. I, I got trouble right here waiting for you. You bring my fucking paper home now. <laughs> What the hell is that? <laughs> it's brilliant. It's the prank phone call I shared with Skulldugger. He says I win. 
That's awesome. Anyway, uh, so that's yeah. it. Yeah. So thanks to everyone, and also a big thank you, as we said at the beginning of the show. But I'll do it at the end. Also to Epic Scotsman for the uh, donated games to us. That's so kind of you. Thank you. I'm humbled. humbled I will out. kill you if you play that again. Yeah, we will. <laughs> right, Ginny, over to you. Final one, and then we get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, I think it's a TV show in America or something, but I discovered it uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I can't, I can't stop watching it. It's great. Uh, but it's on YouTube a lot. It's Impractical Jokers, Duke. Have you heard of this? Nope. It's basically... Um... You said you were going to watch The Wire. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? I'm watching Sopranos. I'm still watching Sopranos. Oh, mate. Hey, honestly, when you finish that, you need to watch Lily Hammer. God, no, no. It's good. No, it's good. No, it's like Sopranos, no, but no, Lily no, Hammer. No, anyway, no. Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers, it's it's just a, it's a TV show where they, they get their mates to, to do pranks. And, you know, oh, yeah. one, of them, one of them was like, he's working behind like a fast food restaurant, you know, like Burger King or something. Yeah. And this guy orders his, his meal. And they, the, the the guy that's like doing the prank, he's like serving him. He's the staff, and they're telling him what to do, all right. And he gets the guy's money. who's just ordered the meal, and they say to him, right, you have to freeze for as long as possible, all right. So he looks at the money and freezes, and he's just standing there. All, right? all the staff behind him are just ignoring him because obviously they know they're doing a show. So this guy is just waiting while this this server guy is just froze, and all the people are watching him just pissing themselves. All right, and and he's there for five minutes, five <laughs> minutes standing there, and the guy doesn't say a word, but he doesn't know what to do. And there's another one where they force him to do a, a best man speech, a wedding. The bride and groom are in on it, but everybody else isn't. And he says things like, uh, you know. Gloria's a, a wonderful girl. I should know. I've seen her inside and out. And like horrible, horrible <laughs> things. Really you know, and like things. everybody's going, oh, and all this, and they just can't stop laughing. And it's just, I mean, it's a bit of a trash show. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like deep reading, but it's so funny. Um, but see, those are the best jokes when like nobody's getting hurt or like everyone, you know, some no, people are no. on it. There's those a lot great. of that. There's a YouTube channel called Mediocre Films. It's a very funny man. And he does pranks as well. And one of them is called Phone Call Jacking, where he'll sit next to somebody on his phone, right? Listen to what they say. So they go, oh, yeah, what time are you going to be in? And he'll answer their question. So he'll be like, uh, um, yeah, six o'clock. And the person he sits next to gets freaked out a little bit. He also did a Valentine's Day prank, which is pretty funny as well. Um, yes. Also, a shout out to um, me and Matt, because we've launched our brand new website for our work. Yay! Brand new website. Yeah. yeah. Was it Stone's Throw? Stone's Throw Media, ST Media. Another new website? It's a, it's a, we've relaunched it again. Uh, if you Google Stansfrom Media, it should be one of the top ones. stmedia.co.uk. Uh, go there, check it out. We've, we've if you go on the About Us page, we've also got little cartoon versions of ourselves. There are two videos coming up, animations featuring us as well. Um, but yes, I would we got be some sexy headshots. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So there they oh, you go. That's, you see the cartoons when you hover. There you go. You see the cartoons when you roll off. Uh, yeah, we've we've been working pretty hard. Uh, and um, yeah, so I'll be happy if everybody just went to the site. Um, and if you know a small to medium sized business, or you're a fucking gigantic business, and you need a video or animation for your business, contact us. Uh, there you go. That's me done. Bye. Um, yes, I'd. Um... Just like to also give a quick final shout out, Lewis, uh, who got married. Congratulations! Yeah, congratulations. How about that? I know, I know. Cool. So yeah, so, yeah, it's all down here from there, Lewis. I know. Congrats, him, and he's he's beaten Chinny. Yeah, it's true. It's true. He's younger beat. than me as well, isn't he? I know. He's beat you, mate. How old is he? 
23. 23 and married. Although he's a year older than when I got married. Jesus. He's a year older. You got married at 22? I did, I did. Fucking hell. So anyway, congrats, mate. And uh, yeah, and that's it. We need to get the hell out of here. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cool. It's Bounce. Bye. Won't you, won't you, won't you, won't you, won't you, just switch on the television set and go and do something less boring instead. It's funny that you've sent this sort of link to this urban legend thing, but honestly, right, it is true, right? And the the manager of the place, right, was called Dean, and he was uh, he was a bit camp to say the least, and he was literally running around like a headless chicken. Hello. Hello. What are you calling? Why are you trying to change your voice? What are you calling? I know who this is. I would just want to get my newspaper back on a regular basis. All right. You want a newspaper? Yeah, I want my newspaper back. Yeah, just I'm, come in my house. And okay? I'm, I'm tired of playing with you. You don't want me in your house. Come. Yeah, no, it is true. It is true. Honestly, I'm not making it up. It is funny though. But it did. It's it did. The same thing that happened to you. I know. Yeah, but there was another one. The other one, which was one that always stands out, was um, the br- the bridegroom's mum had made the the wedding cake. So she, she, you know, uh, it's not a good idea when that happens, is it, right? Anyway, they brought, I what, someone you know make the wedding cake. Because, right, what used to happen is, right, then he was like, Dean, he had this thing about how everything had to go off exactly as he planned it, right? Yeah, huh? The manager of the place. And uh, anyway, at a certain point, he would bring the cake and then you had to cut it up and wrap it in serviettes for all the guests, you see. So right. he brings this cake in. <laughs> so, so he's on this board, right, the bottom tier or whatever. So he starts cutting the cake. Well, the stuff started oozing out of it. <laughs> What is this? And when we turned it upside down and took the base off, it was still completely raw in the middle. So it oh, was like God. it wasn't cooked. It wasn't fully cooked. So the worst part about the whole incident was they had to move a chair over from another table. There wasn't no chairs at this they table. Did. It was a disaster. They did. All right, well, guys, yeah. I gotta grade these papers. Okie dokie. So uh thank you everybody. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Someday we'll do a brother's spoiler cast. <laughs> we will. This week yeah. was too important for us to talk about Someday. that guy who had that website and he censored some Steam things. That's why you didn't get your brother's spoiler Whatever. cast. Whatever. It wasn't that long. <laughs> I got a drink. Got a drink. All right. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>